What is up, everybody? It's Saturday. You know what that means? Sometimes. It's a, it's curveballs and chair shots. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. I just woke up. I only had like a couple hours of sleep. So if I sound like shit and I don't sound very coherent, that's why. But, you know, I don't do this alone. Sitting electronically more than six weeks away from my lovely team co-host Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? I'm actually surprised you put me first, you know, because usually with like special guests, usually, you know, just, you know, tell me to fuck off and, you know, let the other people go. But, you know, I'm doing wonderful. I got a dog between my legs, if you know what I mean. And uh, a I'm hug dog. D-O-G. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising if he had a hog. He was doing electronic blackface earlier until he turned his <laughs> camera off. Whoa. <laughs> Who the fuck is Big D? <laughs> you know what? I don't need this shit this early in the morning. Well, everybody, <laughs> surprises have been spoiled. But yes, we have two very special guests at the request of Mr. Johnny Roke. He wanted a trapdoor to curveballs and chair shots. And here it is. The first time ever on like an official curveballs and chair shots episode. Tyler Travis Gunderson points in doinks fame now because, you know, trapdoor to hell apparently doesn't exist anymore. But boys, how are you guys doing? Coming back very soon. Ooh. Very soon. The team. Different different format. We're just waiting on Ty to, you know, get his life together. Get get his life together. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You know, that I heard I heard somebody might be getting a new job, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. In a new house. That that is true. I don't know about no no new job. That's crazy. Wow. Do such a thing. The cartel doesn't let you leave. Once you're in, you're in. You never leave. (laughs) That's right. I've been having to look over my shoulder every week after spilling the beans to Travis that, that it's actually a front for the mob. I've been getting this weird this weird tingling like there's a hit out on me. I had to ask him because our, our good friend Puffy Gomez, he was like, do you know the mattress stores? Unprompted, too. Like, I didn't tell him he worked at a mattress store. I didn't say anything. He just said, started telling me about how mattress stores were fronts for the mob. Yeah. And then I realized later that day that Tyler... Indeed, worked at a mattress store, and I asked him, and he had the same take, and I was like, "Wow." Well, there's, there's, there's no reason that there needs to be three unnamed. I'm not going to say the name of uh, the firm, the mattress store, <laughs> store, but but, the, but their mattresses are very firm. Um, that there needs to be three within like a, a half mile radius. Three what? Three mattress firm stores. I mean, mattress stores or warehouses. And especially now with crypto stores. booming, you know, it's a great place to just, you know, look to maybe or not launder stuff. I don't know. I was, I went, I went to go look because as an employee, we get discounts. I was in there for about two and a half hours and I was the only person in there for two and a half hours. They didn't have a single customer. It's like, how does this place make money? How am I moving this much merchandise? But what I want to know is it took you two hours to find a mattress. I didn't even buy one. I just wanted to try them all out. Even though I work at a mattress place. Were you, were you working while looking for mattresses? So this was on the clock shopping? No, no, this is on my own free time. Tyler's just really good at sex. So it took him that long to come. If I were to try out every <laughs> single mattress, it'd be a 15 second trip. I mean, oh, that's a I lot. Of, that's, a lot that's a lot of semen, dog. <laughs> well, on you had Navy note, guys there? Oh what? Sorry, cheese. Go ahead. <laughs> you, there was a lot of s- semen, some a lot of navy people there, Dom. Uh, Tyler. Oh, it's too early. My ears aren't working. You stepped all over my joke, so I wasn't gonna repeat it. But cheese yeah. repeated it, so. All right, cool. Anyways, at least I understood. 
yes, we're going to get on into it. We have some NFL stuff we'll talk about before there's, you know, a game that may or may not be happening on Sunday. But uh, we have two new coaching hires. I believe all the coaching or no three. So all the coaching vacancies have been filled. Uh, Mike McDaniel, he is the new head coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins. So uh, no more Flores, but. Mike McDaniel, he's just as black, right? You know, he he does the Mike Jones stuff and he loves his rap songs. Who? Exactly. So uh, offensive coordinator for former offensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Travis, thoughts on, uh, you know, if you could throw some other stuff in here because you haven't been a part of the show. Actually, and, 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 you know, um, you you tell me, but uh, why don't you, I, I would rather have you run through all the coaches, and I think there's a bigger conversation around all the different hirings that we can have. Your show, you know, don't let me just push you, you know, around. I mean, if you know, if you want to talk about race relations in the NFL, Travis, I am all for it. That sounds like such a great. Uh, it's not just idea. that. I, it's not just that, but it's it, never who are the other hires? She's come on. Well, I don't. And if I could find them, I don't. Uh, I can't remember if last week you talked about it, but uh, the Houston Texans hired John Gruden. Uh, um. No, Lovey Smith was hired by the Texans. That was next up on the list. Yep, Yep. of course. And and the last one, Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen, yeah, being um, upgraded to uh, head coach of the um, New Orleans Saints. So there, there there's some like head coaching jobs that I that I really agree with, but like the Lovey Smith thing in general was just very confusing because Brian Flores was, you know. Uh, in in talks to get that job too, and him coming out and making those statements and accusing and, and uh, the lawsuit against the NFL for for <coughs> you know his claims of racism and unfair treatment to him that came from Miami both and, and um, do you think that stuff impeded his process of getting the job in Houston and them going with Lovey Smith? I don't know. I mean, it seemed like he was like one of the two finalists and then just out of nowhere, they canceled Flores and whoever the other person was. It's like, oh, no, we're just going to go with Lovey Smith. And Flores kept saying, like, you know, I still want to be a head coach. And I I really wanted to be a head coach because I still liked what he was doing in Miami. And I mean, you just have to wonder that that overlying cloud of the lawsuit probably did have something to do with it. I know their team put out a statement right after the Lovey Smith hire and said, you know, they're happy for Lovey, you know, another black coach getting hired, but they did feel as though the lawsuit did hinder and was one of the main reasons, not the main reason that he wasn't there. So I still hope he can find a job as a coordinator or some sort of coach. And if he's like completely blackballed and, you know, not doesn't find any work this season, then I mean, that just definitely plays into his hand. Yeah, he's too good of a coach to be getting uh getting blackballed out of the league and it not be, you know, directly motivated by the lawsuit. So I don't think like, he should have lost his job in Miami to begin with. No, no, not at all. I mean, Dominic. I mean, something that I bring up to Brandon all the time that I don't think I ever asked you guys the question was, you know, how much do you how much blame do you put on the coaches and the between the players? Because the coaches aren't really out there playing the game yeah they're coaching it and they sh- they're making the play calls and everything but i mean i agree with the guys are saying brian flores is a great co- is uh, you know he had two winning seasons in miami but you know 
if if he's not producing good enough results, you know, like how much do you put blame on the coach and how much do you put on the players? I blame more of the players than the coaches. So, so I would, it's a, like, it's a very simple question to ask, but I think it's a very complex question to answer in general. Right. Because I think it, it takes you looking at the entire, you know, organization from whole, like, you watch the games, right? You see the players. Are they? Do they look like they're performing well? Do they look like they're giving their all? Does it look like they have a good scheme in place? Do they look prepared for the team that they're facing that week, right? And once you start going down these check marks, and if they all check off, I think then you could say that then it that it's you know he he's safe. He's doing a good job as yeah. the head coach. You know, for example, let's talk about um, uh, Jacksonville, right? Because you can go in and say, like, Urban Meyer's not that bad. But let, let's go down the checklist, right? His players were, you know, last first and foremost, his players did not look like they were giving it all. Yeah, His players did not look like they were well-prepared for most of the matchups that they came into. Yeah. And then on top of that, they were going out of their way and, and, and talking strangely about how everything was being run openly in in uh interviews and stuff like that nobody ever had a bad word to say about brad flores i felt my like miami most of the time was well prepared and like the the game plan was good even though tua didn't play all that good i mean they did it with ryan fitzpatrick in a and he wasn't there all the time and they were still able to put on a uh a a negative plus season so like those checklists for me check off with brian flores yeah. RIP the Urban Meyer chop pass. RIP. Hate to see it. So Travis, I did find uh, the uh, the list. Uh, so you did say Jacksonville. Doug Peterson, former Eagles head coach. You that was it. another one that confused the fuck out of me. Yeah, why well, like, I get a fucking job? Go, go ahead. Uh, let's see the well the Raiders. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Brian uh, Dayball. Giants. Uh, Denver Broncos. Nathaniel, Nate Hackensh, Nate Hackett, mm-hmm. the uh, the quarterback Packers, coach from Packers, Packers. Uh, Matt Eberfluf for the Bears, defensive coordinator uh, for the Colts. Uh, someone did get, I guess, agreed upon to the Vikings, but it's not on here. But uh, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So, so, so the 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 reason I wanted to bring all of that up is because is because do you guys think you can go down a list like where in the list does does Brian Flores outrank the rest of these people for deserving a head coach? Because I can, uh, for certain reasons, I can exactly name why like guys like Eber and, and, um, and the quarterback coach who went over to Denver, like that's in hopes to get Aaron Rodgers. That's because they want to turn to a more defensive team in Chicago. Like all that stuff makes sense. The, the, the two that I cannot, for the life of me, justify over hiring Brian Flores is Doug Peterson and um, Lovey Smith, which we were already talking yeah, about. Peterson yeah. does have a Super Bowl ring. He kind of does have, I mean, he yeah, but it did. It fell apart in Philly after that. Yeah. Do you, do you not, uh, for me, when I look at that, when I look at that, because of the reason it fell apart, and I think before that was Andy Reid's. Era. I think that was just leftover res, you know, like think of it as the as the still wet cum towel from Andy Reid performing before it dries up. That's exactly some, how some cheeseburger grease on it. Oh yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I mean, I don't know. Where do you guys where do you guys lie with the, with my opinion in general? I mean, I, I I don't agree with Doug Peterson, but I feel like that was the rationale behind the hiring, which is like, you know, hey, you know, we have a guy who's been there who has success in winning a Super Bowl. You know, maybe if, you know, we give I, I don't think the hiring, you know, Doug Peterson's hiring was a hey, he's gonna get us there. I think it's more of he can fine tune our players and, you know, develop, you know, some type of strategy that to where in the next few years they can hire the next guy and that guy will take them to the Super Bowl or will take them deeper into the playoffs, stuff like that. I don't think they're that hiring is a, you know, Super Bowl in the next two years. I think it's more of a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's like the, the, the strength and conditioning coach right now. And then they're going to fire him and then bring in the, you know, the big guns. And who knows, like Byron Leftwich was one of the finalists and he just pulled out. And so who knows, maybe they would have won with him. And then Doug Peterson was just kind of like, oh, I guess he's the, the best option we have out of the people we've had. So that makes sense. Who knows? Uh, we did have NFL awards uh, the other day on Thursday. I don't know if we wanted to go. We're not going to go over all of them, but did any of them. Best hands. What? 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 Best hands. You have the best hands, Dominic. Yeah. Great hands. You should be a hand model. Best hands, Mickey Mouse. Uh, those, so those white gloves. All, all the uh, all the awards, pretty much we we knew was going to happen. Any uh, thoughts, opinions on the uh, on the awards? You know, comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. Shout out. He just left the the trophy at the at the desk because that's he, he doesn't want that trophy. There's another yeah, trophy he's going after. That's right. It's it's insane because I think most everybody was like. Dak Prescott was going to probably win that award. Just beat him being him, the Cowboys being the Cowboys. You know, he's not bad. But Joe Burrow coming out of nowhere and just putting on this show, that just must – it's more – it's just more depressing shit for the Cowboys. And it makes me smile, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Do you guys feel Brady should have won MVP over Rodgers or what? I kind of do. Hell of a season. I kind of do, but I think, do I think Brady should have won, won MVP over Rodgers? Yes. No. Look at the pull up, pull up the stats because I'm too slow to pull up stats. But uh, no, thank you. Far better statistically, uh, s- statistically this year. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he was. That's why. Every- oh, you fucking dog! Oh, oh, my dick. Oh, my <laughs> the dog was eating his penis. Damn, is that what you guys be doing so early in the morning, Dominic? <laughs> well, especially this this early, it smells like cheese. Oh, oh. <laughs> Brandon was not over here. Oh, but <laughs> oh. you know, oh. yeah, oh, but that's like I forgot where we were completely. Okay, so I pulled up the stats after we talked about Dominic getting his uh, dick blown Perfect. by his dog. I was, I was hoping somebody would have been doing that. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers had you a... Got that, you got that Nelly. Aaron Rodgers had a uh, almost nice 68.9 completion percentage, 44,115 yards, 37 TDs to four interceptions, while Tom Brady, if it wants to load, uh, 67... Point five completion, 5,316, which is better. 43 touchdowns, better, and 12 interceptions. So that's not comparatively, that's not better numbers. I don't think. I what don't, do you mean that's not better numbers? He threw for almost a thousand, a thousand more yards than him. Aaron Rodgers' completion percentage was better. 
Aaron Rodgers' completion percentage was better, and but Aaron like Rodgers' one, but like one inter- percent interception rate, uh, inter- interception to TD rate was better. Still doing more touchdowns. That's still fucking better, dude. Okay, I mean, but what's what's more important, touchdowns or completions? Tom Brady could have won Offensive Player of the Year. All all I'm saying is, if if that's your way of thinking, how is Jameis Winston our king, Travis? You do mind your business. He was blind. <laughs> Just saying. Just he saying. Was fucking blind. You know what? Comeback I Player of the Year next year is a lock for Jameis. Am I the Winston? only one that does oh, not like Jameis? Yes. Stop. Just yeah. Stop, yeah. Just yeah stop you are lying. the only one in the world, actually. Yeah. Just stop <laughs> lying to yourself. Why are you just? Why are you doing that to yourself, Dominic? Just let. Just accept it. Let yeah. It this is. Like, he this, gives me Jarmarcus Russell vibes. I just don't like oh, him. Oh, don't. Wow. Do this, isn't, this isn't yeah. no longer a trap door to curveballs and jitter shots. This is just your intervention for James. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you Jamarcus Russell vibes. Yeah, like he's just you know. Have you remember the forty forty club, Dominic? I will say he is better, but he gives me just that vibe of like, you know, just he's. Did you see Jamarcus Russell dancing in the locker room on one leg? That no. would be Jameis. Have Winston's, you watched uh, any now. I get what single you're one of Jameis Winston's workout videos? I don't I mean, even have, think Jamarcus Russell seen... saw Jim. I mean, <laughs> he I saw just... Slim Jims. He saw Jim Call Caldwell. <laughs> I just don't think he's. Don't get me wrong. I think right now he's going to be fine for the Saints, but the Saints desperately need to find somebody who is reliable. He's not reliable. I, I don't think. I don't think. I think Consistency. Isn't he a free agent, or does he have another year? I think he's got another year. But um, I mean, Jameis Winston. If you're gonna compare to compare him to Jamarcus Russell, the only thing that's comparable is just how fucking hysterical they are. I mean, Jamarcus Russell was is one of the funniest people to laugh at. Same that was like that was like sad funny though. Well, after the fact, it was sad funny. And <laughs> you ever hear the story hysterical. about the about the offensive uh, team giving them tapes to watch on DVDs, but they never loaded anything on there? And they asked him about it when he came back on Monday, like, "Hey, did you watch the film?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I saw this and that." And they're like, "Dude, this is blank." No, I've never heard that story before. That's crazy. Did you want to tell it to me? <laughs> Fucking tired of you. I'm already tired of you. Uh, speaking of the mvp aaron Rodgers, uh your guys trapdoors thoughts on the uh, saga and where do you think he's gonna land this season this offseason denver i've been saying denver since the beginning my man yeah i said denver before both you and cheese show me receipts please receipts did you say they're gonna hire his quarterback coach too receipts you're gonna say that too no okay that's crazy where where does dominic think he's gonna go again I mean, I think he wants to go to a team that is Super Bowl ready. They're um, Super Bowl ready. They should a quarterback. Oh, my God. No, they don't. They need a couple other weapons, too. Like All what? Right? I don't know. All right. I like just, Devontae Adams. I think you can go. I don't watch the Broncos because they're garbage. They're literally in the Raiders division. They play them twice a year. You play. You watch them at least twice a year. <laughs> They literally like like look at their stats against like some of the best offenses in the league. They have a very very high level defense. It's Dominic, the Peyton Manning situation all over it. again. Yeah, Dominic, I agree. I agree with you. I think they add Aaron Rodgers and they go from like <laughs> they go from like four and four and thirteen to like six and eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just make these two idiots look like even bigger idiots. I mean, I would. Wait, love you're the one who said you said it first. Yeah, so you're the first <laughs> idiot. 
He's a lead idiot. <laughs> Damn right. Forgot what you were trying to talk shit about. No, I knew what I was trying to talk shit on. So what are some Super Bowl-ready teams that need a quarterback? I mean, the Oakland, um, Oakland Raiders? No. The Las they don't Vegas exist anymore. Raiders. The Las Vegas No, I mean, if I'm being, I'm being honest. Um, yeah, come on, Tampa be serious Bay. for a moment, Lance Storm. T- thank you. <laughs> I, Tampa Bay needs a quarterback. I mean... Tampa Bay, yeah, they do need a quarterback. Quarterback. Um, I think. I think if given the right circumstances, I think you get rid of that dog shit Cousins and you put him in Minnesota. What about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh is like ready. Pittsburgh is like the exact same thing of Denver, but I think they have, I don't know, a little bit better wide receivers. Defense is a little better. Well, I think a lot better than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I would think Pittsburgh, but see, I also think. Because yeah. is Rogers a free agent or is he another year? He can be a free agent. Well, no. He's well, they're going to trade him. They're going to they're going to trade him. Yeah. I mean, because I've been hearing things about the package deal. You send Carr and fucking somebody else for the Raiders, and I'm and it makes heard about happy, this deal too. But this is like, some bullshit like, that he just was, made up in his head. <laughs> no, I heard about this deal too. It was, it was Derek Carr and Zay Jones, and they were going to get Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Makes sense. Makes I think it was a sense. reported verse on curveballs and chip shots. <laughs> I'm just going to do yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, and, a, and they fixed the washing machine. <laughs> Brandon, we're never having they fix lights too. Time again, by the way. Never oh, at the same time. All right, so uh, let, let's get into the reason these two dipshits are here. That is to right. talk about Wrestling. the Super Bowl. So we have a Shit. Super Bowl edition of, of what? Uh, the last last one ever last Whoa, one of the season on. not last one ever do any of you guys want to do dominic's picks no i can't steal no that. fucking way I can no. never steal that gimmick you guys suck okay can you set me up again Brandon? Okay, sorry 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 so the reason these two dipshits are here is to discuss the dominic's biggest picks. <laughs> bum bum so we have Super Bowl 56 or LVI if you are a roman we have the right. lost Los, shut the fuck up. We have the Los Angeles Rams on the road at home, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. The Rams favored by four. I started at three and a half, went up to four and a half. Now it's back down to four. Uh, so we'll let the guests talk about this first. So your guys' thoughts on this matchup. Um, I right, go ahead. I keep talking first. So. Little stat for you. 47 okay. of the 55 Super Bowl winners have covered. So if you like the Rams, take the points. And if you like the Bengals, probably take the money line. And the 49ers are the only losing team to cover in this postseason. The more you know. Somebody somebody has been doing a lot of gambling, huh? That's crazy. I just watch a lot of gambling shows. That's right. Um, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a Super Bowl. I'm very excited for this one. I, I'm definitely prepared. I definitely watched the tape. I've, I've been paying attention, keeping up on things. Uh it's Joe Burrow, and it's always been Joe Burrow. He's he's the he's the the fucking king. He's he might take over as my new king. R.I.P. Jameis Winston. It might be Joe Burrow. That's now, all. That's all that needs to be said. Now, what if the Bengals? Oh God! Prayed for Jameis Winston. <laughs> uh, that would be that would be fantastic. You don't only laugh at me, Mary. I mean, Joe Burrow in Louisiana would be absolutely electric gang. 
Uh, Could you imagine if Jameis Winston took over this team and they just had the perfect season? (laughs) 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 They do what Brady could never do and, and win it all the way. I would just say at that point that Jameis Winston needs to win every MVP for every year, no matter what, because that would be the best thing ever to happen. All right. I'm sorry. I keep going. You put Jameis Winston on the Bengals. I think he goes 50, 50. Dominic, was that a plate of cookies? No. Santa Claus. Are you drinking coffee and then eating cookie chocolate chip cookies at seven 30 in the morning? No, I'm not. I'm just drinking coffee. I okay. hope you are. That's a move, dude. <laughs> That's a power. That. That's a power. That's a power move. All right. Well, all right. Let's get back. I gotta get back on track. Keep talking oh, about James. Do we have to? Uh, I'm just burnt to sand. Yeah. Um, I'm all over the. I, I, this is a really tough one because I feel like everybody, at least that I'm tuned into, is all over the Bengals. Minus, you know, minus a few. The public, Plus. I believe, is on. The uh, the Rams. I don't know. Are exactly. they? I think the Sharps are a little bit towards the Bengals. We we'll have to see right before kickoff. But I think public money is on the Rams. I don't know where the line is right now. Is the line still at like four and a half? Um, well, if I you mean, listen if to my intro, I said four. Jeez. Sorry, I got raced. I, I was staring at Dominic. To be honest with you, the way he was drinking his coffee and eating his cookies. <laughs> yeah, and eating his cookies. Oh, now yeah. he's agreeing that they're cookies. <laughs> okay. well, but were they not chocolate chip cookies? What kind of cookies are they? Are they Pepperidge Farm cookies? Because you know Pepperidge Farm remembers. No, they're chocolate chip and they're homemade. From your mother? Mm-hmm. They look super soft. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fucking jealous. Well, you know, if uh, you know somebody was to work with me, maybe they get free cookies. I don't know. You get Dominic. Cookie. Are you Dominic? Are you saying that if I if I work with you, I could have your cookie every day? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck it, two weeks. He's coming on Monday. I'm coming Monday and every day after that, brother. <laughs> Keep that head movement. Don't don't I hurt your neck too much. I can't believe you just made a fucking what is that movie? Isn't that fucking the Steve Carell movie? I don't know what you're well, talking about. The one with Zach Galifianakis, right? <laughs> Dinner for schmucks. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the reference? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what do you guys say? How about the Super Bowl, you guys? I'm sorry. What? What's Super Bowl? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Travis, so the line is set at Bengals plus four. Uh, yeah, so I know I know Cheese F. I know I know Cheese had made the um made the point that like all the teams that are winning are covering their side. So like if you're pit betting the underdog, you shouldn't really take the points. It doesn't make any sense. I didn't but, say that. I'm just saying, you know, it, if you're going to take, you know, maybe a little sprinkle. Maybe sprinkle the money line. So so I would take or the, bet the mortgage. Doing that, if I were to do that, I would take the points, sprinkle the money line. I just feel like ah, the Bengals do have that drive enough to keep the game close. I don't know if they can out talent. It's about drive. It's and about power. They say hungry and they devour. I'm down, Rock. Put in the work. Put in the hours. Sorry. Jake, what's out? Sorry. He goes, he goes by Wayne Johnson. Now, by, the way, by the way, I want to shout out The Rock real quick. Went to Costco last night and I was I like, shout out the rock? Rock <laughs> He saw The Rock? Rock was at Costco? <laughs> no. Shout out. Shout out. Again. 
went, went down the energy drink aisle because I was like, oh, maybe it was buy a case energy drink. Saw his, what is it called? Zoa, Zoe, whatever it's fucking called. 12 cans for fucking like 35 bucks. Fuck that. He's That's a steal. That's expensive, man. What the fuck? I can get a fucking pack of like monsters for like 25 and I get more cans. That's because yeah, but it's not going to give you the drive and the power to take the what's yours. personally pouring each liquid into the can. He filters oh. it in his he- mouth himself. <laughs> it goes through his mouth and out his butt. That's fine. <laughs> okay, but that's it. fine. They need they need to advertise that at least then because obviously oh, so like, that's where Dominic draws the line. He'll take that. I'm okay. just like that's some fucking bullshit. Both hands for fucking thirty bucks. I wonder. Bullshit. I wonder what would happen if you took his Zoa energy drink and mix it with his Terramana tequila. Would you just turn into the Rock or? <laughs> if you you have to do it on Terramana Tuesdays though. <laughs> the, the next day, the next day though? you got a you got a fucking great tan and you're just bald. <laughs> you're ripping the gate off of your home fence. <laughs> I... <laughs> You just walk around the house dropping the best promos of all fucking time. Yeah. You just constantly have a buffet on your plate for when you <laughs> on your table for when you have cheat days. For people who didn't want to be on here for wrestling, we sure are talking a lot about wrestling. <laughs> are you guys in a stable? I mean, do we even talk about wrestling once? I mean, I don't know. Well, this like is, we're, we're talking Dwayne Johnson. He's here, a global superstar. He's our next president, Tyler. Okay. He is he is uh, wrestling. He's our next fear her. <laughs> Fear her? I hardly know her. Dominic, what, what <laughs> do you think in the Super Bowl? Who are you leaning in the Super Bowl? Oh, where am I? Le- That's a great question you would ask. You're leaning to the left or to the right? What is straight like, on? I'm, I'm right down the middle. Um, Piss it on your balls. What? What? Well, then your vote doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you drink some Zoho energy drinks, then maybe you start leaning to the left or right a little bit. What the fuck is a Zoho? Whatever, I don't fuck. You know what, Dominic? Shut the fuck up. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> this show finally, off the finally shuts, finally shuts the fuck up. Jeez. Anyways, <laughs> this talks too much. Um, I personally want to go with the Bengals, but I feel like if I pick the Bengals, I'm going to jinx them and the Rams are going to win. So I think I'm going to go with the Rams, but if I pick the Rams, I think I'm picking them to win. I'm, com- I'm conflicted. So I think I'm just going to ride the wagon. I'm going to go with the Bengals. And, you know, I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast, but I don't do the fucking. You listen to every episode, Dom. Like everybody you know, listens to every, every episode. The over with the under with the fucking parlay. I don't understand that shit. So I'm just going with the fucking. Even though we've been doing this for like, you know, you were four doing months. Well, this was you the... were doing good all season, Dominic. Why Why are you folding in the Super Bowl? Because yeah, I'm nervous. Did, you did it. You you understood it completely. It started last <laughs> week. It started the not last week, but the week before in his picks. All of a sudden, he was just like, I don't understand all of this. Like, you did, dude, you've been doing good. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bengals to win. Um, it's going to be a close game, but the Bengals will, you know, just stretch it out right at the end. Bengals money line for Dominic. There you go. I'm I'm also with you on the money line, Dominic. I also like the over in this game. Uh, a lot of people talk about the nerves. Uh, a lot of people get nervous in the in the Super Bowl. It's Joe Burrow. This man's been in the limelight. He's been on the big stage. I don't think he comes out nervous. I think he comes out with his cock on the table and slings it around. Uh, I think it's a, a, a high scoring opportunity at forty eight and a half. So my my heart says Bengals. I really want the Bengals to win. My head does say Rams because literally I think the Rams have the advantage in like every single 
uh, aspect of the game, but they don't have Joe Burrow. I think that will be the uh, the crowning moment for Joe Burrow. You, you go check the tape. People were comparing him to, to Tom Brady when he gets drafted. And now there's no more Tom Brady, but now there's Joe Burrow. And I also kind of compared him to, to Dan Marino. You know, second year oh, makes, it, makes it to the Super Bowl. You, you can't take, you know, you can't take it for granted. So you got to show up and you got to fucking win. And honestly, if we're going to be real gamblers here, you know, maybe you, you sit back, you don't put any money down. You, you wait for maybe the Rams to get out to a little bit of a lead, but, you know, take the take the live odds because it's probably going to be super high. But we don't need those because, you know, Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow, whatever the fuck you want to call him, because he has like 20,000 different nicknames. I think he's going to get it done. We're all on the, the Bengals, which kind of scares me a little bit, but fuck it. Mr. X, I'm sorry if we jinxed you, but but we didn't jinx you. Dominic did. We're fuck you. We're not thinking about Jamar Chase and Ramsey's matchup. Who do you take in that matchup? I take Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and fuck you guys. Yeah, I mean, it is a. I do wonder how that offense is going to work against that defense because that defense of the Rams is probably, I mean, the best defense they faced all year definitely in the playoffs and everyone's saying, Oh, how are they going to block Donald and Von Miller? You just have to put those guys on their heels, right? So hopefully yeah. they get into the game. I, I really hope that the they, they need to get the run can... game going. They, exactly. they didn't get it going last yes or last week, two weeks ago. So they, if they can get it going a little dump off to mix, I think if we're going to go to props, I think Mixon does have a decent game this week. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, um, um, I think probably T. Higgins. No, Tyler Boyd. Who's number? Who's T. Higgins is probably the the true number two. Okay, I always get him confused. Yeah. You know, um, shout out Siamese twins. Uh, I think one of those guys has the best day. Like Jamar Chase, I could see him really getting shut down and having a day that's like three receptions for eighty yards. One of them being a fifty yard chunk play that he just was schemed correctly. Yeah, but I think I, I think he's he's gonna be there to to really stretch the field and and keep Jalen Ramsey away from a lot of where the ball's moving. You know, he's you see Jalen Ramsey and Jamar Chase lined up wide right. I think they're looking left ninety five percent of the time in that situation. Yeah, decoy receiver, right? Decoy receiver. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what you would hope that Zach Taylor is <clears throat> scheming up. Yeah, I mean, he seems yeah. smart enough. I think that's the idea. Um, everybody talks about that offensive line though, but as soon as you get the, the, the defensive line guessing and not being able to just pin their ears back and, and, and bull rush these fucking guys, then you have the ability to keep them off base with short passes and play action. And it essentially eliminates not all of that because they're still going to be able to design some blitzes and stuff to get some free rushes on them. But the blockers will have so much easier of a, di- a day, you know. And Joe Burrow's a more mobile Tom Brady, so you can't just rush him up the middle and you know sack him in a couple seconds like what they're able to do against Brady. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit overblown, but I think there will be some points where the uh, there's just they get outmatched, especially on that right tackle with uh, Von Miller. But uh, Tyler said the point total; he he likes the over. Travis, where you you leading at forty eight and a half? Do you think because they do start kind of slow, but both these offense can't get it coming when they, uh, you know, have it going? Um, under. 
under, under, under. It's going to be tight, and, and anybody who's betting the under is going to be basically pissing their pants the whole game. But I think, I think it'll be a point under, like literally. It'll be total 47. Yeah, I think I think either way in the spread and the in the over unders, I think this is going to be a very tight, very sweaty matchup for for gamblers out there. Well, this is the sharpest line of the season. Yep. I, I mean, I said live odds earlier, but I think Super Bowls normally do start a little slower. Now, you know, you can't exactly bank on that, but you know, you know, comes out three points, six points in the first quarter. I think you can take advantage of the the live odds going down to. Low 40s, maybe take the over there. But if we're going to give it 40 and a half, I probably would take the under. I can see this being like 24, 21, like a 45 type matchup. So that's exactly what was going on in my brain. I so. like I like that number. Dominic, what do you lean? Fucking hammer the over. Fuck it. There you go. Life's too short, right? I'm scared. <laughs> I am now <laughs> fucking terrified. Well, flip your pick, dude. He, I mean, he, I, he he bets the over every single time, Tyler. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. I, I should have known. I should have seen that coming. Um, any fun props that you guys are looking at? I got a bunch of little orange props. Gatorade. Orange, I, I did see if you like the Bengals, the Bengals do normally always have orange Gatorade. So if the, like the Bengals but, win, they will have orange Gatorade probably pouring. But yeah. they probably know that, so they're going to switch to like blue. Watch. It's a but Super Bowl. If you guys drink orange Gatorade, you're not going to switch it now. Well, yeah, I'm, but if they're if they're drinking orange Gatorade, that means Dominic, it's, not it's a gonna, sports guy. It's going to be empty by the time the game's over, which means it's going to because they usually have gonna, about two or three be, colors on the field. It's going to be full of piss, and that's why you take the lime green yellow. Smart, <laughs> smart, because they're drinking all Gatorade. Yeah, it when did it just be dogs. golden color then? Not a lime green, but golden. Well, you know, Mark take Kelly's those, take, the head coach. Sorry take, for your fucking perfect pee, shit, Dominic. Fuck, yeah, take it up with asshole. your bookie. So I don't know exactly what the color scheme is. Yeah. Unless they drink a lot of water, then it'd be clear. But, you know, you're taking water anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, these guys is probably, if they piss, it's clear. Mine is like... Like... Orange. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Almost orange. Yours is about as acidic as a Jew. That's Canceled. acidic. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> yeah. now, you better watch out. This platform will never take off here if you're talking about the people who run this organization. I mean, well, it's Brandon. okay. We're on, I mean, we're on Spotify, so we can just say whatever we want. We're going to stay, right? We That's have right. a good run, but, you know, we're canceled now. So, uh, First Anybody, touchdown. That's, that's first why we touchdown. say it on curveballs and chair shots and not on trapdoor <laughs> 2.0. All right, let's keep going. Uh, let's get back onto it. First touchdown score. Who scores the first touchdown of the game? Uh, Your obvious Ty, Coop, you Cooper a... Cup and the running backs are kind of the favors, but do you see maybe, you know, a T. Higgins or a tight end? Be I was going to say uh, C.J. Uzama. Well, the, I'm going to say Go Burrow. He runs it in. What's the at odds on Cam Akers? No, that's the guy he's out for the season. No, Cam, he's back. Okay, he's back. What's the he? What's the odds on Cam Akers? I think he's just trying to pull him he, up. He is the uh, second best odds behind Cooper Cup, seven hundred. Oh, okay. So everybody else, uh, I thought I was going to get some value there. You get Joe, a lot of value. Joe Mixon seven fifty plus seven hundred. Travis, that's a. Yeah, but comparatively, fucker. Well, comparatively, yes. It's Jamar, first Jamar, Jamar, I mean, Jamar Chase is 850. Odell Beckham's 900. What's CJ Uzama at? I take, I would, I would probably go Beckham. Like All the way that. down to 1900, which that's crazy. That's, yeah, that's um, insane. Is that a lot of money if you bet? I mean, yes. If you put $100 down, you get $1,900. Oh. 
Have we heard anything on Tyler Higby yet? Uh, he's they they shut him down. He okay, Jeremy Giambi himself. Dude, don't, oh, you can't say man. that. <laughs> you can't say that. Damn. I, mean, I can say that. Fan, you're really going to say it? I mean, I know he wasn't like the best A. A? A? You want to you wanna know something that you can't say? I think this is like 10 years too late. Who the fuck is calling me right now? Oh, that's, oh, that's the last time we hear from Travis on this podcast. <laughs> did you uh, did you mute him from here? Yes. I was a little <laughs> too God. slow. On, I was too slow on the trigger. He still was able to say what he got to say. Still seven. <laughs> still, <laughs> he's still not eight o'clock yet. <laughs> uh, so Dominic, answer the phone call on. Oh, uh, and now he doesn't know how to mute. So oh, if I, no, I'm not going to ask him to ask it to unmute. No, don't. No, just leave him muted. Fuck. Thank there you. Go. You gotta remember, I don't know how to do those things. <laughs> you, you click the giant microphone that says mute, which, which makes it even funnier. Uh, so, player props. Any player you're seeing, you know, going off or you know, not going off? You like, you know, taking unders I, quarterbacks. I like, well, I, I, I think like if what you're you were take... saying about Joe Mixon, I I was already starting my talk. My talk, Travis. I don't give you that look. You're I good. Like what you were saying about Joe Mixon. Jesus. Um, for for receiving, I think he was set at what twenty nine and a half uh, receiving yards. That's it, twenty nine and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I, I like that value. I can I can see them doing a lot of twenty four and a half. Twenty four. Oh, even on lower than when I looked uh, <sighs> looked a couple couple days ago. Um, yeah, I could see them doing a lot of dump offs, and I, I like Joe Mixon's talent enough to to muster up twenty four. We know. Yards. We know. What are you talking about? I've never talked oh, about Joe Mixon before in my life. This is my first time ever. I think if you're on the Bengals, you should be on Joe Burrow for MVP as well. I think that goes hand in hand. So you're saying you, a quarterback is it is it automatic that whoever wins their quarterback wins, or do you see Cooper Cup possibly? If it's only, I think if it's only Cooper Cup that he throws to, like if Stafford goes like for 250 and Cup has like. 200 of those or you know 180 170 then i think cup could win it but if odell has a decent game you know van jefferson catches a long bomb then i think it's stafford unfortunately the in just in general right because we can talk about this with mvps the league has gone quarterback you know the, the way the league is set up is for quarterbacks to function and 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 thrive better right um so to I think in order to take an MVP award for them, they have to be like, especially in the Super Bowl, it has to be a specific uh, player that played well all game and has a specific play that basically turns the tide, right? Or or they go with a different approach and they run the ball the entire game and the running back is like Derrick Henry and fucking, you know, just actually. Daryl Williams should have won the uh, the Chiefs MVP, but you know, sure. give it to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. So like because last year when the when Bucks were in it, I said that um, I said that one of the defensive guys would win because they were gonna kind of Devin White. shift shift over that way. I forget exactly who, and he was gonna have you know a handful of you know a handful of sacks, one being a strip fumble. Like that's the kind of stuff that you you need to be able to outshine a quarterback to uh, win an MVP in a Super Bowl. Yeah, you I think can see Aaron, it. you know, Aaron Don. Do I mean, do you see anybody from the Bengals even winning it, or do you think that's just strictly the Rams defense can win? I uh, yeah, I, I if if the Bengals win, it's gonna be Joe Burrow because it's gonna be on his unless, uh, unless Stafford throws some stupid Stafford interceptions, and and it goes to like the same guy twice. Yeah, if, if Jesse Bates ends up with like two or three interceptions, Eli Apple MVP. 
Oh fuck! What a what a turn of events that would be. Holy shit! But yeah, I can see I can see if it if it is a low scoring defensive battle. I think, like Travis said, if the if it is low scoring in a defensive battle and the Bengals come out of it as as victorious, I think they do sit there and go, well, Joe Burrow battled through one of the toughest defense to play, you know, and still give it to Joe Burrow. But on the other end, I think it can go to like an Aaron Donald who ended up with a few sacks or, or uh, Jalen Ramsey, if he was able to, to take a couple from, from Burrow. So <clears throat> I, I agree. I think, I think if it is Rams, it can be defensive, but definitely if it's Bengals, I think Joe Burrow all day long. Dominic, who's your MVP? Yes. James exactly. Winston. <laughs> um, any the odds on James Winston to be MVP? <laughs> anything on stupid props? The touchback? No, no on the touchback. Even though I think no. everyone and their mother is betting that. Which you know, thanks Pat. Just yeah, now, now they're everything. Now they're um, definitely gonna do it. Um, shout out my Drake curse bet. I he, bet all my money that Drake is gonna wear a Los Angeles Rams jersey tonight at his little concert. PFG PFG commenter on part of my take was all over the first penalty of the game being a false start. I am also on that line. I forget I would, the odds. I think it'd be a holding. Don't do this. No, I was, like honestly, I think it might be a holding call. Don't do this. So are you doing are you doing a bit? No. <laughs> Not. What is this? The yak? Is it just one giant bit? Right down my whole love the yak. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's can we can we air that that out real real quick? What happened? Sure. We we tried to get Dominic to watch the yak because all we do now is just make yak references since she's started so watching. We, I just oh fire geez, the, you watch I, the yak now? Should I, should I fire up the wet wheel? Let's fucking get her going. Yeah. And, and I'll Dominic, get wet right now. <clears throat> and and I'm Dominic, already wet. Juice Dominic, is wild. <laughs> Dominic said he watched the first ten minutes of an episode and had to turn it off because he quote hated them all. What episode? Uh, here. I'll, was I'll, was I'll, it one of the live episodes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Which, you're, re- I mean, you're really jumping in at the worst time. Yeah, yeah you should have watched uh, last week's episode. The, the problem is, is it's very hard. I've been, li- I've been listening to this show for fucking six years now, maybe. I've been listening for six years <laughs> in a day. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a great fucking show. Shut the fuck up. It like was, it was at your wheels. The boys are live from Los Angeles. The yeah, like we're gonna know what that means. Don't yeah. say what day yeah. it is. Two seven twenty two, and I went. And what day was that? Monday. And Thank it's you, one hour fifty three minutes, and I stopped it at nine minutes. So this is this is what I would say. If you want to jump in, this is how you do it. I think you need to go back. You need to Tommy watch right. Well, Tommy, you you can pick any selective Tommy Walker day and watch those. Those are great. Uh, if you're gonna try and watch any of these live ones from LA. You have to watch Friday's episode, which was which was uh, a, it's a very long episode. It's about three hours long, but they draw ping pong balls for all the stupid shit that they have to do during the Super Bowl. So then everything starts to make a little more sense. It's a long, long, long form. It's a long bit. bit. Oh, you go yeah. to two weeks ago, two weeks on Friday, you see the origin of the wet wheel, which I thought was yeah. hilarious. Okay, yeah, I know what the wet wheel is. Finally, I didn't know what the fuck it was for the longest time. I understand that, which is the point. <laughs> which we just love saying some stupid shit you it, don't know. It was great. So what? What was? What well, do you know about that, fast banana, slow banana? No, it was always yet. slow banana. It was always slow banana. Um, I mean, I I, I kind of just pictured in my mind. It's probably like you want a fast BJ or a slow BJ, right? 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why whoa, are you so whoa. sexual? We're just talking whoa. bananas, Eating brother. bananas, Dom. Calm down, Nelly. Yeah, what the fuck? So I want to I wanna figure out what exactly you didn't like. Was it because you were confused or, or did you just not like these guys? It just, well, I mean, like, I guess the first few minutes, it was just them kind of getting started. And then, like, you know, like, why aren't those people in? Let the people in. <laughs> Let the people in always. But it's a. Yeah, it's you're watching the live program and oh. like that's very that's very niche to kind of just jump in for your first time. You gotta watch 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 yeah, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna join the cult, you have to, you know, get you can't just jump feet first into the cult. I mean, yeah. I think that's the best way. Go fucking head first, and if you fucking break your neck, dive in, it's fine. Well, well you, you were drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you're not drinking the Kool-Aid of the cult right now. I mean, who the fuck is calling? Go watch Tommy Answer it Live. You want to answer me? Fine. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. This is Amazon. This call is to authorize the payment of $749. Bitch, I'm broke. Authorize, authorize, authorize. <laughs> the fuck? I'm broke, bitch. What do you buy on, on Amazon for $730? Exactly. I don't a buy genuine it. leather gimp costume. A brand new mattress. <laughs> you know the cartel actually $700. makes more money off of avocado sales than it does drug sales? Morning. I would think I would think it would be from mattress sales. <laughs> you know, Mr. X is dying to hear us answer his questions. So can we hear and Johnny? Okay, so let's get on in. Okay, okay, real before... quick, just to, just to end this, Dominic, go back and watch the Tommy Walker birthday episode with the clowns. Okay, watch that, and if and if you don't like it, then you know. And Dominic, don't forget if that ass is fat, KB gonna have KB that. gonna have that. <laughs> Okay, can we do MLB news and then any other little sports news? Well, we're going to do the MLB update, then we can kick these guys to the curb. Oh, but, they don't uh, want to stay for Mr. X's? I want to yeah, answer, I questions, answer questions. Okay, you want to answer questions? So we got the MLB update. And uh, then world, questions. World, world famous. Uh, let's start with the actual on-the-field news. Uh, the clown, Robert Manfred, uh, had a little press conference on Thursday, and he announced that there is going to be a universal DH coming up in 2022. Um, there's going to be a lottery for the N- uh, MLB draft, and he's optimistic that they're going to start the season on time. Didn't exactly talk about spring training, but we're only a couple weeks away, so it looks like we're going to get that delayed. But universal DH and lottery and no compensation for picks, but we don't need to talk about that. So those are kind of the two big keys from that press conference on Thursday. Uh, RIP pitchers hitting bombs. RIP Bartolo Colon. That, that? He didn't die. Well, oh. yeah. we'll, we'll talk about what? Never mind. Um, I thought it was hilarious because the day before he had that press conference, he announced that he was going to have a press conference the next day and Twitter, just everybody was like, look, he's going to race. He's going to quit. He's going to quit. He's going to retire. He's going to retire. We all hoped and and dreamed. Yeah. Old Bobby Manfred. Yeah. You think he was one of the clowns that tried to fuck KB or what? Another yak reference for you, Dominic. So a clown... Don't Wait, worry about it. Did Just watch the episode. KP or KP? KB no possible. KB yeah. no swag. Kim possible. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank and you then after, after you start getting into the act, Dominic, then you start got to start listening to Anus. Yep. Yep. Uh, some real deep cuts. Good luck. Really. LCB's the draft. Fuck it. You guys were watch the weirdest fucking names. Like, who names their shit Anus? It it's a new I untold mean, it's story. New, it's an acronym. Story. Let me ask you this question, Dominic. Have you ever told a story that was told? <laughs> or untold? 
I hate. I hate. All is it old? Now. Is it an old told story? I hate all three. Fuck of you. no, baby. <laughs> Dominic, what's your thoughts on the Universal DH, Mister NL, Mister Giants fan? Hey, former Giants fan, recovering former. Giants fan, recovering Giants fan. Thank you. Until I mean, they start winning again. Aren't I? Hey, hey, don't do that. Hey, hey he didn't relapse this year. He didn't relapse this year. Okay. That was a trying day. That was the hardest year of Dominic's life. I'm just, I'm just fucking around. I know you're. I know you're solid. I that chip was you know, actually that cookie was actually his one year chip. <laughs> okay, you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, that was a good, uh, no, it wasn't um, even an edible cookie. It was just. <laughs> it was, just, it was <laughs> solid gold. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's it called? What am I talking Univer- about? Oh, Universal DH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I, I, I still feel like. Well, here we go. You know, if they <laughs> hit, let them hit. You know, I mean, and let them bat fucking oath fifty for the season. Maybe pitchers. Can <laughs> fucking their game uh, they can DH if they, you know bat. the pitchers could hit if they want. You can just completely fuck over the rest of the game by you know not having a DH. But if they want to hit, they can hit. I'm just yeah. saying, maybe the pitchers need to step up their fucking game and become an all-around fucking, you know, they can fucking throw 95, you know, fucking mile. Not blah, everyone's blah, Shohei Otani, Dominic, okay? Yeah, the pitchers well, like, don't exactly. want to hit. So Shohei on. can't fucking hit when he pitches now? That, that's he not can. fair. He can, as I said. You can, still, you can still yeah. have them as the DH role, but it just, like, fucks you over later when he's not pitching, but. Yeah. Like, I, I would they wouldn't be, like, if you turn in a lineup and you had nine you know, and your pitcher was on there, it would just be like, uh, they wouldn't be like, oh, you can't do this. They'd be like, okay, well, now you're just operating under old NL rules. Yeah. So you have to make a double move and do all this weird shit whenever you want to fucking start managing yeah. the game. I got you now. I, when the pitcher gets I, knocked I, around in the first two innings, they'll look like a real asshole. Yeah, look like a fucking joke. So uh, whose career do we think gets rejuvenated because of this now? Who do, who do Nelson Cruz is going to stay in the year, stay in the league for five more years now. Fuck yes, that's what I was hoping for. Um, no panic, baby. Josh Hamilton comes out of retirement. Pretty sure he's hanging out with Jason Giambi. <laughs> Jason Giambi. Yeah, yeah, he's or, Jason Giambi. Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> Thanks for finishing my joke. I appreciate that. I didn't want to get muted again. <laughs> I was. Af- uh, I don't fear the mute. <laughs> yeah. All I fear is God himself. Oh, Tyler got muted. All right. Um, yeah, but I know how to unmute. Yeah, myself. we know how to unmute. <laughs> well, I, I know, I know, like you gotta do it, but my mouse, like, I don't want to reach over to my thing. Holy shit! And then uh, <laughs> my mouse, entire computer, drop my, his mouse. No, I didn't. My mouse will uh, disconnect. So then I gotta shake it. Then it just takes more time. So I was just trying to get cheese. How do you, do it do for you me. shake it real slow, or do you go? Oh, do you do you when shake I, it like a Polaroid picture? Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's funny. <laughs> you guys still hear me? <laughs> Where did I go? What happened to, what happened to Travis? <laughs> how how do I fix this? His video cut out. Like, see, he did break his computer. <laughs> he broke his computer. God damn it, Travis. Well, let me start video. Now we're gonna do a 25 minute bit of Travis trying to get back into into camera, even though. And now he's muted. God oh my it. god. Uh, okay, so I'm not muted, bitch. Uh, well, hey. Figure out the mute button. Still can't figure out the video well, button. I was but playing one with, step I, at a time. It wouldn't let me do the video button. 
Unable to start video. You That's can't. what happened when you show your penis off. We got to block it. Oh, hey, there he is. There he is. Okay, okay, we're okay. You're, you're, you're done. You're done. Uh, serious baseball news for me. Oh, yeah, serious. serious. Uh, Trevor Bauer. He He's was dead. found. Uh, well, they're not going to charge him. He's not going to go to court on any of those uh, sexual misconduct charges, or whatever the hell he was actually getting charged for. Um, Does that mean you like him again then? Well, I mean, he's always... hashtag the truth. Yeah, so he is not going to be convicted of anything or charged of anything, but there's still some possibilities that he could face some discipline from the MLB. Now, there's kind of that weird murkier if he's technically in the eyes of the law innocent. So why would they, why would MLB, you know, punish him? But if this were the NFL, I would say there's no way that the league punishes them, but the MLB is just dumb. Who the fuck is talking right now? <laughs> Ooh, I'm a pointy-headed ghost. All right, kick him off. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious so we can get to these questions before I truly do get kicked off of this. Uh, uh, Jeremy Jombie, RIP. <clears throat> RIP Jeremy Jombie, in, in okay, all uh, for realness. Sorry, going back to Trevor Bauer for a second. Apparently the Dodgers hated him. Is he going to oh. be with the Dodgers this year? They no. still... I think he's a free agent, isn't he? Because he, he was can, on a one-year deal. No, he can be a free agent. His contract uh, is littered with options. So yeah, I think it, I think he builds it so he can walk it pretty much any time. I don't see him going back to to uh, the Dodgers at all. But who wants somebody who the Padres. Boston Red Sox? Um, I guess Padres that don't have the cap room. Boston Red Sox. I just cap, think- bro. I just think, you know, who wasn't there another pitcher or somebody who like faced the same allegations and like never has never played like again, like recently? Tim Lincecum. Tim Dickencum. Matt Kane. <laughs> Why you guys you guys are being real McAssholes right now, all right? <laughs> I, I I don't know who you're speaking isn't, of. Wasn't like... there another player like it was like somebody and then Trevor Bauer? Wasn't there somebody before him that like, like talking about uh Aroldis Chapman was a is a uh, abuser. Yeah, there was a lot of like uh, S- South American baseball players like before Trevor Bauer in the recent time. I, know, I didn't know the what Dominic- the f- I didn't know the Dominican was in South America and you know. And- yeah, they- what the fuck does that have to do any with anything? Why don't you just say there was a lot of baseball players? You fucking <laughs> racist, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I wanted to make the distinction that there wasn't. That he, they were the ones beating up women. He wanted to make that sure that he didn't say. <laughs> he wanted stop, to even it out. He, doesn't want, he wants to make sure it's not a white person thing. Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted he, to specifically wanted, say it's a he, he South American sh- thing from, you know, people from Cuba and the Dominican and people he, not in South America. He wanted to make sure the ratio was right. You know, <laughs> a, a bunch of Dominicans to one white person is what Travis was trying to say. That evens it out. <laughs> Uh, so the reason, the real reason, <laughs> Trapdoor to Hell is here is to uh, talk about the the trades in the NBA. The yeah. big one, Brooklyn, Philly, uh, James Harden going to Philly, Ben Simmons going to Brooklyn. Does, Dominic, does Ben's, uh, we, wait, we gotta, before, somebody, before Dominic somebody, talks gonna, on it, before oh, okay. Dominic talks on it, does okay. Ben Simmons think mental health is just a joke? What a he's, piece of shit. He's, just, he's, he's fine now. What a piece of shit just sits there and is like, I can't play. I got bad mental health. Gets traded. And he's like, yeah, I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys in the <laughs> on this next road trip. What a fucking asshole. I mean, you know, mental health I, is a big thing. 
Okay. I heard. I saw there was a there was a question on the uh, there was and chair shots Twitter. I'd like yeah. that, that question from, read, please. From that thick necked boy, Brandon Tanguma. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's an old picture. So my thick my my thick neck ain't so thick. I don't know. Can't, wait, show me your neck right now. And it's still oh, pretty lower. Fuck. It's still pretty lower. Oh fuck. Lower. That's a um, thick ass neck, bro. <laughs> Uh, well, trying to leave pickies all Brandon over the neck, Kanguma bro. Underscore said, "What's the best up coming Philly asking for James Harden?" What? Sorry, what did you say, Dominic? Say that again. You know what? I try so hard. You guys. Just well, somebody talking. else was talking, Dominic. Fucking Travis. Oh. Shut his goddamn mouth. Fuck. Anyways, at Brandon Tanguma Underscore wants to know what's the best best strip club in Philly asking for James Harden, like he knows James Harden. But uh, shout out, James best friends, Harden. best friends. Shout out. Shout out James Harden. Shout out. Shout out the rock. Um Shout out. I don't know. I don't I've never been to a strip club, so I don't know. So well, Me I'm a man either. of research and integrity. So <laughs> ask the questions gonna answer his own questions. I'm gonna answer my own goddamn questions. Uh, so according to Google or Yelp or whatever this thing is, uh, Daydreams Gentlemen's Club has four stars out of 90 reviews. Uh, so that's the best can one, James. Some, can you read some of the reviews? Oh, this is so hard. This is fun. It's like Pornhub comments. I'm gonna laugh if the first first review is from somebody like Hungry Hunter 27 or something. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I laughed so loud. My bad. Raven, <laughs> it's okay, Dominic. It was funny. Raven Wing like... W from five months ago. Been here a few times. Decent, well-priced drinks. Awesome bartenders. Diverse dancers of all sizes, which I loved. My only issue. Was a dancer trying to charge double for VIP room? Don't you got to make your money, okay? Guess they didn't know I had been there before and knew Oof. the prices. Ravenwing W knows the prices of his strip clubs. He knows. I mean, that's just I, a, that's a James Harden burner. Met some awesome women. Good club to start your night at. Just don't get played and overpay for a dance, James. Ooh, seems like yeah, seems like they're overpaying. I mean, I wouldn't have laughed if it was a gay club. Just is saying. there a review on the Salisbury steaks? <laughs> Need it. <laughs> that Need they, it now. That they for sure uh, might may or may have. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have a great breakfast options. You oh, know, hey, 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 all honesty, all honesty, I did hear they have a great breakfast ball, or like like certain like places have like good buffets. I, can, you, can you cite your source? Because I feel like your source is just the hangover. Hang, they had that in the hangover? I don't know. Um, I don't say like, well, I, you never I, see them eat at a buffet, but yeah, I think it's mentioned. I mean, I've just seen it and heard of it. You know, like, I've never seen it. I've never been to a strip club. I want to, want to make that clear. I've never been to a strip club. Okay. As he looks to the studio audience to make sure he has not been to it. I've never been. To oh, a that was crazy. In my, in my view, he was just looking at Travis. So. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> he better fucking cool it too because I'm pissed. No, because on Tyler's screen, I'm I'm turning to him. You know, but you want you want to say hi? We're not hey, recording the video. I mean, mean studio. Audience. Howdy, 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 howdy. This is howdy. Me, I say howdy. Mr. Fuck X off. says howdy sometimes. I know I say howdy to Mr. X. I don't know. Anyways, but I mean, hey, yeah, I heard they have good buffets. <sighs> I would always want to try one, but you know, I respect women. I don't fucking sexualize them. Okay, that's no, their no, no, no. fucking choice to be in there, and that's how they. Yeah, they're making their, their money. money, Dominic. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're saying that they can't make their choose to make money in a strip club. Hey, you're, yeah, you're, you're, okay, they need to put the clothes on. 
You wow. Can, you can go you in there. What? You're like shaming it. women's bodies. So you're telling you me you hated that Adidas, throw Adidas sports bra commercial, Dominic? Hey, I tried. Mary told me to look up the commercial. I can't find it. It's just, I was, a, it's just a collage or a whatever. Just yeah, a I, was, I was on Titties. your side. I was on your side there at first, Dominic, and then you just fell down a hole. And I was like, no, uh, fuck you. <laughs> okay. okay. Show, show of hands. Who's been to a strip club? That's not fair. Travis is screaming. <laughs> You've been to a strip club without me? Mary's the only one who's been to a strip club. We cannot confirm or deny. Your screen is, is you're not showing your video. <laughs> I've never been to a strip club. You could have had three really? hands up at No, Brian. I'm not mad. Three hands. Yeah. We're going to unpack this. What? Studio has been to a strip club. Was it a male strip club or was it a female strip club? I want to know. I'm curious. Seriously. Yeah, Big D wants to know. Mary, can you blink twice if you're in a safe place? <laughs> I'm in a safe place. That's true. Is it Thunder and Down Under? Really? Is that though? technically a strip club? No, that, that's more like a trip. That's like Chippendales. It's not strip club. It's like it's like a show. So <laughs> Caught him. Sounds like somebody who's been to Thunder Down Under. <laughs> Got his ass. Got his ass. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. You know, next time we go to Vegas, I'm down to go if you want to go. I mean, I'm, you know. Yeah, we'll set something up. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about sweetheart. Don't worry about. Oh, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa! Verbal meme. He comes out from the back. Who are those wine coolers for? <laughs> oh fuck! All right, uh, on to the questions. Tired of being abused. I'm fucking tired of this shit. And we'll talk about basketball next week, Dominic. I get. Oh, I just dropped my phone. Oh wait, there are more trades. I mean, we just talked about strip clubs. We didn't even talk about the trade. God, yeah, I, I am. That's all, the only thing that gets talked about. Oh, big I'm gonna just leave. It. All I see is this big D. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, I hid uh, non video people. So I'm sorry. I couldn't see Travis or, uh, or Dominic. Uh-oh. I thought okay. if I hid the non video that it would hide it for everybody. But apparently I'm, no, I, I just, just I just uh, I dropped my phone. I didn't want you to see my big juicy booty on, on screen. But, so I mean, <clears throat> definitely wouldn't have posted that. I mean, I know you wouldn't have, but I'm trying to find a good, comfortable spot for me. There, I'm all here for an Eastern Conference playoff battle between the uh, the Nets and the Sixers, where Ben Simmons doesn't play on the road and Kyrie Irving doesn't play at home. I am all for that. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny. KD There's... just has to do it all by himself. KD does shit all the time. Fine, I'll do it myself. <clears throat> Dominic, let's get to the questions. Uh, hang on, hang on. Okay, Daddy's back. Daddy's back. Hang on. Okay. Uh, okay. I can see now. Okay. Oh my goodness. You look kind of. Have I seen you before? You look like me. Just way oh, sexy. I'm gonna go fucking kill myself. <laughs> All right, Jeremy Giambi, calm down. Oh. Uh, hey, that does make sense. I'm older, better at everything else. He's younger and just. Are you trying to say that Jason Giambi was better than Jeremy? Why Why is it that these spam motherfuckers keep calling me? It's like fucking 8 o'clock. <laughs> curveballs and chair slit, that fucking bitch. Hang on. Let's see. Let's see. Anyways, Dominic, we're done with sports. Let's authorize, authorize, authorize. Let's, let's go to the fan mail segment, otherwise known as Mystics. Questions of the week. Bum, bum. So we got you didn't go. want to see if I wanted to do that again. No, no, that's my gimmick. All right. So let's go over to the Instagram first. We uh, actually hang on, do have... hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm wow. trying. I'm sorry. Wow. Sorry. Can you do it better, Travis? Not only no, are the no. trapdoor to hell guys stepping all over you, cheese, but your own co-host is now too. No. 
No respect. Oh. Roddy Dangerfield. <clears throat> Are you going to fucking do it, Travis? No, 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 no. I'm just fucking around. Oh, I, I, I was to... waiting on Dominic to read the questions. I just well, want to interrupt Dominic as much as possible. Uh, we do. We have a, a question. For, we have several questions from Instagram. Big Fluff 13 asks, if you could have any two guests come on the show, who would you want? And I definitely know who I don't want right now. But, um, uh, my pick would, would, be, uh, would uh, be the number one fan, Haley, make her debut. And um, Laura, leave it at that. Uh, Penn and Teller, just uh, j- j- just throw it out there, Brandon. Um, Galen Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I want to know how to get on those flights. <laughs> I'm just gonna hold up for one second, just uh, hold up. Now you're holding up the show. Yeah, come on, Dominic. Oh, oh, Tyler okay. has to move. Are you, I would are you want... like in Germany in 1944? What's going on over there? I would love to have the studio audience. Uh, she, does, she doesn't count. She's on the show. She's a she's a part she's a of the show stable. every single week. Mm. She maybe, is the show. Maybe maybe she gets a uh... oh. mm, nice. nice. Late question. Late question from a uh, <laughs> audience from Instagram. Uh, fuck you too. <laughs> Is that like a, a fuck like fuck me and and cheese or is that like a we said fuck you and then you're saying fuck you too like what's the two? I'm very confused. Is it T O or T W O T O O T W? Hoping it's two as in YouTube. It, it is the number it's, two, so I would assume that means T W O. Show. She is I on the show. She was on the show like five minutes ago talking about strip clubs. <laughs> I want the studio audience to have a episode of just her. Okay, Euphoria you review money, coming yeah. soon from the studio audience. No, just Brandon. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I just want to make sure I wasn't in, uh, included in the fuck you. I figured, I figured. Um, but um, I would probably, you know, as much as I want you on the show, um, I would go. With, I love her so much. I've just already incorporated her into the show. I mean, she's, she's already not, a part of the show. Not so, so you hate, you don't like her. You don't want her to be a part of the show is what you're telling me, Dominic. So I think. I think that's what you're telling. He's not well. If she is, then how come she's not getting a cut of the pie? Huh? We're getting pie. All that, all that fucking revenue we're bringing in, right? Raise shout out, raise shout out, raise energy. Yeah. New uh, new flavor coming soon. Use code CBCS at checkout. Get something. It's like a handshake and a hot dog. Uh, whatever. Next question. Um, let's see. Johnny I... Roca has okay. some questions for us. Because he can't send in questions to Trapdoor Hell because that show doesn't exist anymore. For now. For now. And we're not taking questions, too. That's that one question, thing. I'm fucking uh, tired of the audience members the, being inched. Yep. What are you going to say, Tyler? I was going to say that show never existed. That was just a... I accepted that that's into a, my mind. That's a figment of your imagination, big dog. That's a that's a Mandela effect. Uh, Berenstein Bears. <laughs> yeah. It was never Trapdoor to Hell. All right. Uh, would you rather win a 10 pack of tickets to the Super Bowl, all expenses paid or win or wait a minute. So it says, would you rather a win a 10 pack of tickets to the Super Bowl, all expenses paid B win two tickets and resell them or get a spot on TV, 30 second commercial slot, all production expenses are paid for and advertise anything you want. So would you rather get 10 tickets that you have to use two tickets you can resell or a 30-second commercial for the Super Bowl. To advertise the Trapdoor Hell reboot. Okay, so so for this, even though Johnny Roca can't answer, but for option C, do I also 
make the money that the uh, ad brings in. Obviously. Well, you? no, because what if... But if you're, if you're advertising like your product, if you're advertising you, you're going to get it. Okay, I still choose A, and then I invite nobody. I just sit in a, in a row all by myself. That would be nice. Uh, I'm going to choose the 30-second ad on TV, but what I would ju- what I would do is just make a 30-second commercial of me laying in a chair. Just not promoting anything, just you laying in a chair. Yeah. It's just I a mean, live stream of Travis not, watching the television. And he's not even he's not even like laying on a couch. He's laying in a chair. So it's an uncomfortable position. Oh yeah. What you that's, do that's what the thing is is you have this commercial and you're what like like she said, you're you're laying there watching uh the TV, but on the TV it's also a video, a commercial of you laying on the on a couch or on a chair. You're going too deep. Just me laying on the couch, just the camera staring at me. I'm doing nothing for 30 seconds. It'll be the most talked about commercial ever. What the fuck was this? I mean, but almost it would be talked more about than Puppy Monkey monkey Baby. R.I.P. Never forget. Um, So the question I have is if I sell the Super Bowl tickets, am I getting them? You don't get any of the money. You just sell them to sell them. You're just a vendor. Suck you, my sell, ass. you sell them to sell them? No, I mean, I'm like saying, like, you just love the game if, of selling so much. Do, do I have 50 yard line fucking first row, like, you know, thousand, multiple, like, you know, fourth, whatever? I don't know how much. Oh, like, it doesn't matter. It could be whatever. Sure. Your little I, heart mean, wants. Sure. I mean, the tippy top of the stadium is like $5,000 tickets. So, okay. Don't, so, but so my thing is, though, like, you know, if I resell them, I resell them at face value, or am I able to say, oh, I want 10000 per ticket? Sure. You're the one selling them, Dominic. Yeah, you I'll said the go, price. I'll probably go with the two tickets and sell them then because, you know, homeboy need the money. Yeah. You know. Or we just do a curveballs and Shirt Shots commercial. That's Jeez. very well produced. And then and then people fucking go look us up and they go, God, these guys don't know shit. And they just and they just go to Treptor Hill. They go they go on to curveballs and chair shots. They go, oh, this episode sounds fun. Curveballs and chair shots and trapdoor to hell. And they just hear Travis say that Jeremy Giambi yeah. killed himself 10 years. Just making late. Jeremy Giambi jokes and didn't it just come out this morning that it happened? or what, what Yesterday, is- I got the alert from ESPN that the coroner said that he shot himself in the face or something. Oh, well, you didn't have to go. Oh, that that. Go yeah, we're just going details, deeper so, and deeper yeah. down the rabbit hole. I thought, okay. it was, I thought he OD'd. Damn, that sucks. Okay, another question from Johnny OD'd Roca. on bullets to the head. The old Dominion? <laughs> Cincinnati That's made so it to the Super Bowl following a season they did not qualify for the playoffs, which team has the best chance to repeat that same feat next year? He gives us eight options, which I oh, would assume fuck. are like the That's best options. The Colts, Chargers, Browns, Ravens, Broncos, Saints, Vikings, Dolphins. So which team that did not make the playoffs can make a playoff run next year? Chargers. Whoa. Definitely not the Saints. Fuck the Saints. Hey, fuck you. Oh, well, yeah, Saints, Jameis Winston, comeback season. Sorry, I forgot. W's all day. Eating at least 14 W's. Uh, yeah, as of now, as of now, I'd probably say, fuck. I probably would say the Chargers as well. Fuck for now. Copycat, bitch. Or, or the Colts. No, one, no one's the Raiders, though. The Colts. The they Raiders the playoffs, were in playoffs. the playoffs. God damn oh, yeah. it. Do you yeah. not understand the fucking question? No, I don't. Okay, that's fine. Jesus Christ. You know, this is going to be my superior in a, in a week. Brand. This is ridiculous. 
Sorry. Yeah. So I would say the Colts just because the division they're in too. Like they should have it easier. Unfortunately, they made it very difficult on themselves by fucking hiring a man by the name of Carson Wentz. And their defensive yeah. coordinator, Matt Eberflus, gone. Oof. Yeah, but I, you're forgetting Doug Peterson is now coaching that division. <laughs> oh my god. How many fucking spam calls do you get it's a day? Italy. It's my family member. Italia. Call him. Tell him you ain't got the minutes. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Hello? Silencio Bruno. So Amazon is not Italian. Wait a second. Wait a second. They said the same exact amount. That makes me think that that's a real thing. Mm. I think I that's real, Dominic. Amazon Dominic. Okay, Dominic. I'll, go, I'll go double check my Amazon since everybody and their fucking mother. Yeah, doc, docs are Amazon laugh. right now. I'm going to laugh so hard if he goes you know on there. You, and there's you know what's hilarious? I do have things in my fucking my cart. But they're $730 worth of stuff in your cart. Dominic, have you talked to any Nigerian princes lately? <laughs> No. I see there's nothing in here. Go to my Just Italian princes. uh, All right. What's the next question? Uh, Well, Johnny Roca has his little, his own personal review of uh, AEW Dynamite. We'll get to that uh, when we cover the show. So it's Mr. X's time. Woo! Mr. X. Thank you, Johnny, by the way. Well, we just threw him off. Now he's got to get to his email. It's going to take forever. Uh, I didn't give my option. I'll uh, I'll say the Ravens and then the Saints because since Tom Brady's not in the division anymore, I think the NFC South is wide open. And because I fucked up the question, I'll say mine. I'll go with the Colts because somebody already said the Chargers. So. Okay. I said both of those bang. teams. I'll go with the Bengals. Shut the fuck up, Travis. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Travis. Fuck. Sorry. I can out-barbecue any day. Um, ooh. Ooh. False. <laughs> hey, I made some bomb-ass fucking Western fucking burgers on fleek. I make burgers in my cast iron. Ooh, I make burgers like Eric Cartman makes burgers. <laughs> and I guess that bit was for me only. <laughs> and anyway, As most of my bits are. All right, keep going. <clears throat> Mr. X starts with now. He he actually included YouTube fucktards. So he said, "Who oh, nice. day to you all?" Oh, who day? I mean, who that that, that can just be me and you, Dominic. I didn't know it's all four of us. Who day? Who day? I'm going to take it anyways. So he already said who day. So it doesn't really fucking matter. So anyways, the zero hour approaches Super Bowl LVI will soon be here. And every time I think about it, my anxiety spikes. I feel your pain. The who day nation has been waiting 54 years to take the whole thing from Paul Brown to the two Super Bowl teams from the 80s to Sam, whatever the fuck his last name is to the demissal. Ramey. Huh? What? Dominic, do you know what LVI stands for? Yeah, you're fucking dick. Um, no, he doesn't. Isn't that fucking? I don't know. I don't know if I, I learn American, not fucking Roman. All right. What What does VI stand for? Your fucking cock. Isn't that six? There you go. Four. No, you're right. Six. Those so fifty six. Add a boy. LVI stands for Lady Vagina Infe- Infection. Thank you, Doctor. I have to poop very badly. Can we keep this going? <laughs> shit wiggles. Woo! Take take like take it in with you and shit. Don't yeah. do it. You won't. You won't. There we go. Yay. Wait, we have to spin the wheel first. Spin the oh. Fat you shit have to get, slow shit. You have, to, <laughs> <laughs> you have to get wet while you're shitting. Anyways, going. I, I think the name is Sam Wench. W-Y-C-H-E. Is that Wench? Witch? Wench? 
Sure. I can't read. So to the dismal, 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 dismal. I can read. It's too early for this. 90s teams where they're embarrassed to be fans to the resurgence under Marvin Lewis, Coach Rosico, and Carson Palmer, to now Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Put the fucking thing on your lap, dude. (laughs) It's too cold. Are you kidding me? I think think corn dogs a lot of shit. I feel really like if if I see some cock, I'm going to get real horny. <laughs> Anybody see the new Jackass movie yet? Nope. I mean, I feel I feel tons like of dick, uh, tons of penis. Geez, how when, do I, when like, Dominic was talking about how how okay. flustered he got? Ah. Oh, turn it on, Brandon! Turn it on. I when can't. Do, when Dominic oh. was talking about how flustered he got from that one penis on Euphoria, well, and I, oh. I, I was watching Jackass and I was going, "Wow, he would be so uncomfortable during this movie." No. <laughs> the, Hey Travis, have you ever watched Euphoria? Yeah. Okay. So you know the penises. Never mind then. Yeah. They are. I, I will agree. They are disturbing penises. A lot of stunt cocks. I, I have one sentence left for this first paragraph. Can I just read it? Yeah. Go ahead. It's time to win the fucking. Tyler, thing. why are you meeting yourself? We want to hear it all your glory. <clears throat> no, you don't. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, we do. Because I had two cups of coffee and I'm getting the shit wiggles. <laughs> It's the longest um, podcast you guys are ever gonna do. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so basically, <laughs> Mr. X, you're, you, you know, you're John Cena. Their time is up. It's your time is now. You can't see me. I don't think that's how the song goes, but okay. Uh, congratulations to Mr. X on um, on winning the Super Bowl. Appreciate it. Don't fucking do that. Knock on wood. Yeah. Just for everybody out there, I knocked on my penis. Hey, me a too. hard cock while taking a shit. Do you not get bricked up while taking a shit? Yeah, the penetration, it just hits the right spot. What's up? What, gets my prostate going. You know what they, you know what they say. That is the, the male G spot. Oh, hang on, God, I gotta get comfortable. Okay. Okay. You gonna hold it for me? That's what she said. Okay. Is that it for Mr. X or oh no. Oh, God, no. Uh, what do you think about the universal DH decision? I've always been more old school about this, and personally, I have never been a fan of DH. Pitchers must hit. Um, kind of already went over it. Um, if you like seeing pitchers bat 050 and strike out 80% of the time, Mr. X, God bless you. Yeah, Mr. X, that's some old person shit to say. I'm sorry, pal. Yeah, but but yeah. sometimes they hit Don't singles. disrespect Mr. X. I, I like Mr. X a lot. Better. Agree to disagree. Okay. Wait, wait, so you like him? Like you like him a lot? You want to kiss him on the mouth? Well, this is what I came on here to really say, Mister X. Will you be my Valentine? Stay so tuned you know, for next week. Stay tuned I for next he week. Responds and he just fucking you know calls you a fucking. <laughs> I hope he flies out here first class tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take a yeah. skyline chili bath with him. Oh, fuck. Yeah, still waiting for the chili. Um, anyways, uh, <coughs> Mr. X's NHL update. Any uh, NHL update for you guys before I read his update? I rewatched Goon again. It's one of my favorite movies. Did you also watch Goon 2? No, I didn't have time to get to Goon 2 yet. It'll be Fuck. soon. Okay. What about the Goonies? That's, yes. not a, that's not about hockey. 
It's an allegory for hockey. It's an allegory for Vietnam. Anyways, in hockey news, the NHL had a fun all-star weekend, which saw the Metropolitan Division reign supreme over the other divisions. In the East, Florida and Carolina still hold strong in Atlantic and Metro, respectively. The Penguins appear to be making moves as they move in a second in the Metropolitan. In the West, Colorado stands tall in the Central, while Vegas maintains the lead in the Pacific. My Ducks, quack quack, on the other hand, drop to fourth. In video game news, quack, the quack, is discussing adding the shot known as the Zargus to uh, NHL 22. The over-the-net play from Anaheim's Trevor Zergish. Some people online have figured out ways of doing it, but there is no official button combo version yet. Now, boys... You know, we're all gamers. Are we going to buy NHL 22? I only play Warzone. I fall into the trap every year of buying an NHL game. I love them, but I suck at them. But I did see that they added that that move into the game, and it's fucking sick. Well, you can always just go over to GameStop and, and turn the games in and get pennies on the dollar for it. You know? Yeah. yeah, and then, you know. I don't know who would do such a thing. <laughs> yeah, even when even when it's not their stuff to do to do that with. Fuck. Okay, so now nobody's on video. This is a great podcast. Well, I literally cannot come back on unless Cheese invites my video to come back on. I never wanted to be off. Yeah, you know that. That see, that's just the man holding you down. Thank you, I appreciate that. Now I can look at myself. I had to look at Dominic for a while there. Cheese hasn't talked in a peace second. Did we? Okay, never mind. I'm here. Okay, <laughs> I just thought we lost him. Yeah. No, I'm you guys. It's, it's your guys' show. <laughs> I don't do anything now. This is your show, Cheese. Talk about hockey, pal. Um, I didn't bet on hockey. I don't think I'm betting on hockey ever again because it pisses me off. Oh, well, no, I did bet on women's Olympic ice hockey. I bet on the over in the Canadian-Russian uh, game. I did not go well. Did not go a, well. There was a COVID discrepancy where I guess Russia didn't like send in their COVID test and Canada was freaking out. So that got delayed like 45 minutes and then Canada and Russia wore their wore masks throughout like the whole game until the third period where the test came in and then Russia took their masks off, but then the Canadians didn't still wore their mask and it, it was a whole thing, but Canada still won like six to one, but the total was eight. So. Oh, damn. Okay. That stinks, pal. I'm sorry. I know. Sorry, Anyways. Stinky dookie. Sorry, I was washing my hands. Uh, damn, that was a quick poop. Well, not everyone takes a 10-minute shit like you, Dominic. I was, uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. I um, take So, yes, people, when, when, we ta- when we take our shit breaks, it is a very long time. Yes. 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 A very long break. I feel um, bad for Travis. I'm going to put my video back on. I just feel bad, you know. Well, I'm, no, gonna put, I'm gonna put mine back on as well. I just don't oh, want you guys, guys to see. Peacock, peacock. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, the only I mean, reason I, we wanted you to take the camera and to take a shit was just to see your cock and balls. I don't know why you didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can never I give just you guys to hear what you poop, want. But whatever. Um, but speaking of all this COVID, COVID stuff, the real question is: No, don't start. The real question is: Are you guys ready for these fucking liberal face condoms to come off of our? <laughs> Come off next week or what? Hell yeah, brother. They don't even work. It's just a way for the man to keep you down. Yeah. I, I haven't been wearing out a fucking mask or something. What? Just to air it out. Yeah. You... <laughs> no, this is just my comfortable position. I don't know what you're talking about. Gotcha. Gotcha. For this, so, for this, for that teddy bear. Just for fucking... this. For what yeah. teddy bear? It's just chilling over there, dude. Fuck. Yeah. 
Right wing Tyler always lays like that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see how left wing Tyler lays. Yeah, you never see my face. Yeah, yeah. he lays on top of one of those uh, milking tables. <laughs> yeah, me and little Dicky. Brandon's like it's too early. I should be asleep. I bet people are out there wondering time. how can we be this funny at seven o'clock in the eight thirty in the morning. I mean, we still got fucking two more questions. Oh, okay. Well, fucking get to it, pal. Okay. I mean, they're wrestling uh, questions, so you know they definitely yeah. have a lot of stuff to talk about. That and they totally don't. Oh, actually, I got three questions. I can't count either. Can't read or count today. God damn it. Anyways, what Just today? The, what? What? The two the two things needed for the job that we both work at. He can't do counting and reading. Hey, hey. I'm not. I'm not the one fucking up. Anyways, what? It's angle? not me either. For the people out there, <laughs> not yet. What angle are they? Can't playing? wait for Dominic to just slyly diss you how shit you are at your job in a couple same, of weeks. Same, and then I'll I'll dox him. I can't wait him to for for him to force you into sexual favors <laughs> to move up in rank at your workplace. I mean, I think we've, it's already been confirmed in the contract he's going to sign that he has to, you know. Yeah, it was in the fine print. Yeah. Meanwhile, he won't go to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For somebody who has to move at eight, uh, nine o'clock, you know, hey, it does not looking very. I was pretty. told it was eight o'clock. We're way past that at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're. Uh, I'm gonna get yelled at. Just we'll okay, just, so uh, see. Just, okay, Tyler, I guess he's not coming over tomorrow. Hate to see it. Let's just power through it. Come on, let's, let's power go through it. What angle? Oh, okay, uh, what, what angle are they playing here with Jay White and AEW? Is he a friend of the elite? Will he try to take them out the way he is with the Good Brothers and Impact to get rid of the Bullet Club and imitators, or is the possibility the beginning of and JPW invasion. I'm kind of intrigued to see where this goes. Clearly, I'm pretty sure you guys. Travis, think. your thoughts on Jay White showing up at AEW Dynamite? Well, I think his angle is Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tyler, any thoughts? You even know who Jay White is? Uh, he's not Danhausen, so who gives a fuck? Exactly. Okay. So, um, uh, your thoughts? Um, very nice, very evil. I was going to give my thoughts. I was fuck you. Oh, okay. yeah, what the hell is wrong with you? Stop thoughts. flipping over your co host. Jeez. No, it's fine. No. I, I figured you, you want one. We'll talk about it in we'll talk about it in the recap. I figured you'd want my opinion first because I don't know shit, basically. I know this much. Um about everything. About yeah, pretty much. Um, but you know, basically I'll give my opinion, then you can talk about it later. Um Are you going I, over the format of a podcast? Are you mansplaining a podcast? He's mansplaining co- podcast to his co-host who does more podcasts. <laughs> Go on. The gall. Jesse <laughs> called me Nighthawk. <laughs> hey, Hawk, where's Animal at? Nice. I got a wrestling. I got a wrestling. Good job, Tyler. There. Good job. Thank you. Um, I mean, I think he's what a friend a of the elite, and I also think he's going to destroy them from the inside out. That's my my two cents. Okay. Jeez. Not. Anyway, God damn it! This fucking bitch scared the shit out of me. You <laughs> suck your dick again? Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to get ridiculed for it. Um, I mean, trap door down a Can this just that. be? Can this just be trap door to hell 2.0? <laughs> this is the well. This is partially this is the, the idea, right? This is the concept. Anyways, can a feud with Adam Cole help elevate Hangman Page's title run? Or can we possibly be using the program with Cole to build up Hangman's credibility with the fans to enter? Well, credit with the fans to enter a feud with MJF since he just called for a title shot. 
I think it's I think it's bullshit. I think Hangman has enough on his own to where he doesn't need the credibility of MJF or uh, an Adam Cole. Yeah. I think he has enough star power on his own to uh, be able to carry that. There's no star power. What are you talking about? I am not going to buy a Hangman and a Page shirt. Just saying, he's trash. How many? Uh, uh, so right now, whose wrestling shirt would you buy? Sting, Sting of course. Well, that's not fair. This is ridiculous. Cheese keeps trying to talk, and you two just do not <laughs> let him talk. Cheese, everybody else, shut the fuck up. Right no, it's fine. Cheese, it's fine. It's fine. Cheese, your opinions. Cheese, your opinion. Well, you know, my so opinion. So I was also thinking. <laughs> my opinion, you hear me on a fucking bullet cast, a real podcast. You hear my opinions about that. Look at Dominic's face. Sorry, <clears throat> the other podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I can't believe you just dead named it like that. Yeah, Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner is yeah, who? Who's? Yeah. You mean Caitlyn? Chris Jenner? Chris Jenner is a real. Is, oh, is, yeah. sorry, has been the be, same. Has sorry. been the same person sorry, for 40, seventy years. However old Chris Jenner is. All right. Last but not least, we got last one, you guys. Is it me, or have they booked Charlotte as a third wheel in this ongoing feud between Sonya and Naomi? And now it appears they're going. Blah, blah. It appears they're getting Ronda involved to cover all bases. Tag match at Elimination Chamber apparently confirmed. Thanks, Mr. X. Yeah, so um, go ahead, Chief. So I thought that was going to cut me off there. Uh, Charlotte. No, I wait until you're actually getting in. <laughs> she does seem like kind of a, a third wheel because, you know, you're doing the thing with Ronda, you know, that's going to get pulled all the way out to uh, WrestleMania. So, and she doesn't have that many opponents. I mean, we keep talking about how thin the women's division is on both sides. And Ronda's really the only viable challenger for her. So you're not going to have a little mini feud to elimination chamber. So might as well just stick her in, in this tag match and shout out Sonya Deville, a, a gay woman participating in Saudi Arabia. Hopefully she uh, makes it back. He's in peace. Teas okay, that's teas. it for the uh, that's it yeah, for the thoughts questions. and prayers on her safe travels, Travis. What's what don't you understand? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, geez, I just wanted to ask this might be insensitive, but were you saying that the women's division is now thin because Nia Jax is no longer part of WWE? <laughs> oh, he gets that joke, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Big Nia Jax fan I could, over here. I could, I, mean, I, could, I, could, I could bet so much money. Travis has no idea who Nia Jax is. You I just do. Laugh. Do you? <laughs> How do you know who Nia Jax is? I remember Ty was watching it one time. I was like, like most were, were you uh, in the top bunk whacking it? <laughs> Nia yeah, Jax was around. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is after we got rid of those. <laughs> Even though she's fully covered. <laughs> Just contours her body nicely. Uh, <laughs> easy now. You're starting to sound like Big Daddy. Ooh. <laughs> Tyler, bring me that Patrick. Uh, oh. <laughs> how, do, how, how do I get out of here? <laughs> Tyler, you were there too. Oh, R.I.P. Right. I choked on water. <laughs> That's what Patrick said. <laughs> You're waterboarding him? You're out here waterboarding yeah, that's Patrick. <laughs> All right, that, that's it. I'm, for so, the, I'm sorry uh, for the coughing. questions. Uh, we're going to get into AEW Dynamite, and I guess we'll say goodbye to uh, Travis and Tyler. <sighs> you guys, any parting words, any 
update on trapdoor whatever you guys want to say this is you know oh, you guys didn't oh, you guys didn't talk want to say yeah huh? you guys didn't talk at all these past hour and 40 <laughs> minutes so i'm just going to give the floor up to you okay thank you guys for having us on i really appreciate it trapdoor to hell will be back reboot trapdoor to hell anyways tyler what do you have to say <laughs> um i just want to say that i don't think that um uh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. I just want to say that Trapdoor to Hell will not be getting rebooted. This is going to be a whole new entity of its own. No affiliation to Trapdoor to Hell at all. We don't even know those guys. Those guys are... We've listened to some of their episodes. They're crazy. Um, yeah, no affiliation. Just stealing the name. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank, thank you guys for having us on. Yes, thank you for having us on. Thanks for for making me 40 minutes and he already left wow oh wow i thought Great we were to gonna it. do like a like a all right same time type thing awesome. here we go all right now the real podcast starts now we tyler to- what are you tyler what are you watching we're just gonna cut the the hour 40 that just yeah. happened out all right yeah. so let's get on into the nfl news <laughs> all right mike what mcdaniels mean, what, what do you mean what am i watching yeah, we're gonna do a little trapdoor to hell little thing. You know, what are you watching? You're watching Euphoria, watching some old man chode. Oh, yeah. Did you see the TikTok I sent you? Was the last time you've been on TikTok? Oh, I, me? Yeah, oh. I sent you a Euphoria TikTok. I thought it was hilarious. Well, Josh sent me the TikTok and then I sent it to you because I don't think Josh has your TikTok. Hang on, hang on, hang on, inbox. I oh, also sent you probably like three other TikToks because you don't send me anything because you hate me. The only oh. time we talk to each other is on this one podcast, <laughs> and this is probably the longest I've ever talked to Dominic in my life. Okay, Dominic's not even paying attention. I gotta get going, fellas. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Have fun, Tyler, moving into your apartment, having adult responsibilities, and maybe we'll see you tomorrow if you're not grounded. If I'm not grounded, yes. All right, bye. 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 All right, now those fuckers are over. Let's talk about the NFL news. Mike McDaniel Uh. to the Miami Dolphins, but no, we're getting into the AEW Dynamite. So as I said, uh, Johnny Roca did send us in his thoughts about Dynamite. So I don't know if you want to just go over it individually per segment or do you just want me to read them off right now, Dominic? Just read them off and then we can just cover it because, you know, I got the shit wiggles too. So uh, J-Ro uh, apparently has never seen any wrestling whatsoever in his life. And so he yes. turned uh, AW or Dynamite on and he watched it for the first time. He uh, sent in these thoughts and questions. So Johnny, okay. thank you for your participation. Hopefully you oh. enjoyed it. And he said he did enjoy it. Uh, AW oh. Dynamite was fun oh. and entertaining. Definitely lots going on. Obviously, I'm not cut up uh, to speed on the brand new viewer, but he has a lot of questions, which is understandable because I think this episode was a lot of moving parts. And I thought it was actually one of the better shows they had. And the viewership did uh, point out to that, I think 1.13 million. So a good, good show. So uh, he's looking forward to this matchup between Santana and Ortiz versus Jericho and Hager. But why is there beef between these guys if they are all from the inner circle? So, I mean, they laid it out, I think, in that segment good enough saying that you know all this time he's been they Santana Ortiz have been kind of doing Chris Jericho's bidding they've you know basically what they were saying is they want to be tag team champions but for the most part in AEW they've been fighting Chris Chris Jericho's battles so he's Jericho's been the reason in their eyes that they've been holding him back and Jericho obviously says no but uh yeah any any uh any words on that I mean, I mean, pretty much what you said is right, but I mean, that's one thing that I think not just us, but I think like the whole, you know, fans of AEW have been saying that, you know, when when's Inner Circle going to so-called implode? 
And I think it starts with Santana and Ortiz kind of being able to step away and be like, look, we're fucking over it. We're a badass team. You know, we can we we can do anything we fucking want. We don't need you. And that's basically what's happening. He goes on and says that I sort of like MJF, although I heard everyone booing the heck out of him. Am I supposed to not like him? So uh, this is where wrestling gets very complicated, Johnny. This could be very meta, but I also love MJF. I think he's one of the best wrestlers going, but I also, quote unquote, hate him with a passion because that is the desired reaction he's going for. He's going for being a heel, a bad guy, being an asshole. And on this show, yes, he was very over the top, but he wasn't like super duper heelish in terms of like just ripping on the crowd. So if you kind of go back and watch some of his old promos, you'll definitely see why people hate him. But, you know, Johnny, I'm not trying to say how to watch, uh, you know, watch wrestling or anything like that, but just kind of, you know, wrestling is especially like AEW can be very, it can be very weird and meta. So like for me personally, like I love heels but i boo them because that's the desired reaction so um yeah mjf is he the best heel in the business dominic is is it even close i mean if you're gonna go with the best heel in the business right now feel like you gotta go with roman but 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 even then he doesn't get the universal boos that mjf gets which i think that's what sets him apart yeah roman is the best character I think MJF is the best heel. Mm, I, 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 okay, then I, I agree with that. Then I agree with that. Um, I, thought I was going to say something else, but uh, moving on uh, the Keith Lee, this Keith Lee guy was very entertaining to see a 348 mm. pound man mm-hmm. jump. Uh, you love to see it uh, mm. is amazing. Uh, they kept saying, welcome to AW. Where did he come from? Well, he is a uh, from WWE. He got cut. Everyone loves him. Everyone thinks yeah. he should have been doing big, big things. They did not yeah. mm-hmm. use him uh, very much. So he comes from WWE. Before that, he was uh, on the independent scene. And I will talk about it a little bit in the recap. But uh, he used to do some crazy shit, like athletically, agility-wise. He didn't really show it off in the match, which there might be a reason for that. But uh, yeah. I well, I mean, long story short, he, he was big in WWE's NXT, which is like kind of like their new developmental kind of, you know, thing. But another fucking scam call. God damn it. It's going to be the fucking. It's going to be. Is this one from Japan? No, this one's just a normal scam. But um, but no, he he was utilized, I think, very well in NXT when he got called up to the main roster in Raw. They didn't do shit. They changed his name. They fucking just ruined everything about him. So um, that's why people are excited for him to be in AEW and. You know, we're going to get to see the real Keith Lee kick some ass. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, The Moxley CM Punk win was not to my satisfaction because although it was a great matchup, I thought that Dax Hardwood was the best fighter in the match and CM Punk should have had a three count on him twice. I feel the ref hesitated on two occasions, bailing CM Punk out. Well, Johnny, once again, this is where wrestling gets better. Uh, I absolutely love the match. I thought it was great. Um, And... Yeah, I mean, you notice that sometimes when the wrestlers, the wrestlers who are losing sometimes are the uh, better wrestlers. And FTR is one of the best tag teams in the business. And just right up there with Santana Ortiz, I think they're a little bit uh, underutilized. And Dax is definitely a, a good hand, as one might say. Uh, then finally, he asked if uh, title fights and new champions is a week to week thing. Sort of, kind of, not really. 
And uh, Adam Page was pretty bloodied up after that title match. How long does he have to recuperate until his next match? Other dude, uh, Lance Archer, uh, had some cuts from the barbed wire as well. Just wondering how it works and how often fighters fight. Well, it just depends. I would assume both of them are not going to have a match. AEW does a good job at not having the wrestlers wrestle every single week. Yeah. They space it out, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, because I think there's sometimes where they, you know, have spans of time where nope, where, you know, someone will miss like Brian Danielson, like he hasn't wrestled since the title match, I don't believe. So uh, it just really depends in title matches. Yeah, uh, they have what the tag TNT TBS world. So they have four titles. Uh, maybe it, it's a, it's almost kind of like an every week thing if you can't rampage on Fridays, but. AEW world title match they are very few and far between so it was a a big deal that it was on uh, dynamite so let's get on to the recap first or just whatever uh mjf shows up has his coronation and, you know just going over the top on him beating cm punk wardlow very heavy-handedly they're just going on and on and on with wardlow and his reaction definitely just planting the seeds and maybe overwatering that uh, Wardlow is going to turn on MGF soon. Uh, Punk comes out. They set up the tag team match for later. A mystery opponent because MGF doesn't want Sting or Darby to be his tag partner. Uh, thoughts on this opening segment, Dominic? I, I kind of do agree. You're kind of overwatering the potential turn of Wardlow on MGF, but I feel like I feel like AEW does a good job of kind of overdoing it just so then when they don't do it, when you expect it, you get a little more like, ah, oh, maybe they're not going to do it, you know, but then, you know, then he turns the next week or something like that. So, um, but, uh, you know, I thought it was fine. I, you know, MJF just doing what he always does being fucking annoying. Yeah. I mean, I think even like the Wardlow thing, they've gone maybe too heavy handed and they maybe waited a little bit too long because as we get into the next match, Wardlow and blade, uh, Wardlow, you know, opening match on the show, you would think he'd get like a big reaction. We saw just a couple weeks ago, he was, you know, really over. And I think, you know, going for him, helping MJF once again, just kind of cooled him off a bit and not saying they can't go back to it and he can be as over as he was, but maybe AEW has kind of waited too long on it and gone too heavy handed. And also I think the reason why Wardlow has been so over is because he's working with MJF. And if he moves, when he moves away from that, I do wonder what his character and what he's going to look like. He's going to work with him. He'll, he'll have the blow off, you know, the moment where he turns the matches with MJF after that, he's going to sizzle out and disappear. I already know that that's usually what happens with these big buff goons that these heel characters have is, you know, they, they do what they need to do. And then, you know, if they're talented, they can pull off great moves. They have great matches. Then they'll stay. I mean, like you kind of look at like Kevin Nash. Fucking he was talented. He, he he The character was great for him. He, you know, elevated up to the top. But then you look at somebody like um, Virgil. Not very talented. I mean, he, I don't think Virgil is a big guy. I mean, I, but, I, I mean, mean, out of everybody you could have picked, you picked Virgil. I'm just, I'm just trying you to can show think you like the great Kali or, you know, somebody, but the great Kali was thrown right into it with undertaker. He wasn't fucking the sidekick of somebody and then fucking turned on somebody. I'm saying, you know, Virgil was brought in as just like a goon or a, or a backup person or whatever. And then, you know, Oh, he turns. And then what happened? He fucking faded away. He classified you know I mean? himself as obsolete pretty much and got deleted. 
the inner circle intervention did take place. Sammy kind of left the inner circle said, if you guys can get shit together, then I'm out. Uh, they set up the tag team match for next week. And uh, I, I mean, I really enjoyed this. There was a, this was a very heavy talking uh, AEW show. And I very much enjoyed it. I like, I really love talking almost more than I love the wrestling part of it. So uh, Santonio Ortiz, uh, they shined and they're seemingly they're going towards another Chris Jericho heel turn, which they don't do too many turns all that often. You're going to have Jericho turn twice in the span of two years, which I mean, I guess if you really want to do that, but um, yeah, I mean, I like the segment overall and it looks like Jericho is going to be turning. At least that they're leaning that way. I don't know if they're gonna full fledged go with it. How do you and what, how do you see the match going? Is it gonna be a full blow up or do they kind of you know fight and then kiss and make up? Mm, I think it's gonna be a full fledged fight, and you know, I feel like Jericho wins, and then he goes to try to like, hey, you know, like, cool, we're cool now. We got it. We we blew. You know, we you know got our shit out there. We're good now. And then they're going to shake hands and then like Santana and Ortiz are going to like beat the fuck out of him to establish, hey, fuck you. We're tired of your shit. We're done. Rapungi Vice has an interview backstage that gets interrupted by the Young Bucks. Adam Cole shows up. Switchblade shows up. Switchblade, Jay White, and they uh, beat down Rapungi Vice. Um, so going back to Mr. X's question before I was so rudely interrupted. I love Switchblade. I think. When talking about MJF and the best heel in the business, I think Switchblade is right up there with him. I mean, the heat he gets over in Japan is phenomenal. I mean, we when we went to the Cow Palace show, the heat he had go up against Juice was great. So I'm excited to see what uh, Jay White can do in AEW, and I would not be surprised if eventually he becomes more of a full-time wrestler for them, staying in the States and maybe the champion one day. But if we're going storyline-wise, Jay White is not the most reliable character. So I would not be shocked if he turns, but they are definitely setting the seeds of Kenny coming back in dissension. So I don't know if this means, you know, Kenny and the Bucks taking on, you know, Adam Cole, Switchblade, and I don't know, Mike Bennett or some, you know, somebody of that ilk. But I don't know. But, but where, where do you put O'Reilly and Fish? Right, oh, yeah, I guess you throw them in there, which... Going back to the point of not everyone's on the show at the time, they have not been on the show for like a couple of weeks, and I completely forgot about them until I was like randomly thinking about this. Like, oh, yeah, Fish and O'Reilly aren't aren't there? Where the fuck are they? Because, because before, right when Kenny left, or right before, the dissension was Bucks, uh, Omega, Cole, Red Dragon. So where do you now? Now with fucking JY coming in, you know, technically you have what? Four leaders of old Bullet Club. You have AJ Styles is leaving WWE. I mean, possibly that'd be funny, but right now you have Omega was a leader. Cole was a leader, right? Man, he was always like the second guy. He was always, you know, under Switchblade or under AJ. Oh no, he was like I think it was under. Well, he was under Kenny and then under Switchblade a little bit. I kind of forget exactly that timetable, but I he was never like. Never no, was he was like, like he was the ROH leader. Of the Bullet Club. There you go. See, but still a leader. And then you have Jay, who technically is the leader now. And then, yeah, it's evil. And then you know, have evil. Is, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch New Japan that much. I'm, I'm slacking. I'm sorry. But I'm just saying, like, you have so many of these, you know, head honchos. What's going to happen? So the move, the 
irresistible force and the immovable object or something. Uh, Keith Lee makes his long-awaited AEW debut. He takes on and defeats Isaiah Cassidy to get a spot in the face of the revolution TNT opportunity championship match thing that's going to happen at revolution. So uh, I, I really like the match. Uh, Cassidy was a perfect opponent for Lee, just bumping around, making them look just so strong and so, you know, in- incredible. Uh, that being said, Keith Lee did, you know, look, he was a little heavier. He let the titties fly, which I did like, you know, no singlet, but looked a little winded. Didn't exactly, you know, go all go balls to the wall, do his spots. But I mean, Cassidy is how, you know, 180 pounds. So he's not going to be catching Keith Lee, you know, on a suicide dive. But I do wonder that his cardio and his physique and his attitude, I would say more his attitude was because of the WWE system. But yeah, I do wonder how his body is going to hold up long term. I mean, and and this is where I feel like this is the one thing that WWE does to the heavier guys is like, they're like, Hey, you got to get in shape. Granted, you know, and they also ground him like Dijakovic doesn't do anything. And he's one of the best wrestlers they have on that roster. Yeah. And it's just, it's kind of like, okay, but you know, I feel like, you know, coming, getting released, being pretty much out for the past, however months, I mean, he did get married, so maybe he and, and he did have a tough battle with COVID, so that also yeah. could play into it. And he has like whatever. Oh, uh, your pain, oh. brother. But um, yeah, but uh, you know, and he did just get married, so maybe he was, you know, a little bloated. You never know. A little hard on that wedding cake. Exactly, but um, I feel like you give him some time, he'll get back into his glory days. Uh, CM Punk found his mystery tag team partner. Asked Dan Housing what he's doing. Asked Samoa Joe where he's at. Neither It was neither one of those, but I think this was the next best option. In John Moxley, they team up to take on and defeat FTR. So Punk gets a match against MJF at his choosing. It is MJF, so we don't know exactly if he's going to oblige to that uh, stipulation. But I love this match. I thought it was the best match of the show. I, you know, FTR is amazing. The dynamic of Punk and Moxley you know, kind of back together after like their WWE shield days was kind of fun. And I thought it was just a phenomenal match. There was like a little blown spot where Moxley was like a little too early or a little too late on a breakup. But I mean, besides that, I thought this match was just fantastic. It goes to show you that even the best in the world can still fuck up, you know, but Shane Shane McMahon doesn't. He doesn't. Because that's why he is the best in the world. Hmm, Maybe uh, the best in the world should show these, uh, you know, rookies how it's done. Just like Serena D was showing the rookies how it's done, she had a little five minute challenge. She uh, she beat the you know beat the wrestler in a couple minutes, and uh, yeah, I mean I keep talking about how much I love Serena Deeb. She's been fantastic, great character work, and I think this sets up a possible debut surprise something to uh, interrupt Deeb and, and beat her. So I, I like this. EAM confirmed, or Athena, or Tony Storm, or Maki Ito, or something. Maybe, maybe. Uh, speaking of staying in the women's division, Jade Cargill defeats AQA to retain her TN- TBS championship 27. And, oh, I was wondering, I kind of wanted to see if Johnny was going to talk about Jade because she is one of the most impressively looking wrestlers they have. And she she's a, a force of nature. And the match was, you know, a little sloppy, kind of clunky, but it did have its moments at times. And Jade right. continues to chug along as the undefeated champion. So... 
Um, thoughts on on the match and maybe what's next for Jay? Is she just gonna just squash people until somebody until a beats real her? competitor fucking steps in there and she's until like, Athena um, or me him or Tony Storm show up and beat her? Till Kelly Kelly makes her debut. Melina. Goddamn. Then in the main event, AEW World Championship on the line, Hangman Adam Page defends his title against Lance Archer in a Texas death match. Um, The match was kind of short. The video package they were supposed to air, I guess, did get cut for time, which I think makes sense. I really did want like, you know, a little bit extra like bump of like, you know, some promos or something for this match. Didn't get it. So they had it, but it got cut for time, which. You know, it happens, but, uh, you know, bloody, gory matches you'd expect from these two. Neither one of us are the biggest fans of the Texas death match or those type of matches. But I thought for what it was, it was probably on the higher end of what they can do. So I liked it. I did like Dan Lambert taking the top rope off, you know, neutralizing the uh, buckshot and Hangman having to do it off the referee. So I, I did like that uh, overall, you know, good storytelling with Jake trying to hit a DDT on the ring apron. Lance said, eh, eh. Well, uh, Hangman gets the win. Boom, new champion Adam Cole shows up, doesn't attack him, but says, like, uh, I'm here, buddy. I'm coming for that ass. I mean, like, for me, it's like, it's not that I don't, not, not necessarily a fan, but I feel like something that we always constantly keep talking about is, oh, a death match or a fucking, you know, explosion match or whatever fuck that thing was. And, like, you know, just, we just constantly keep having these type of matches. It's not, it's not that I'm not a fan. Just, I want to see less. You know, it's like I want to it's like I want to see less of this in AEW maybe once. Just one more time in WWE, because, you know, there are a few people there that I would love to see fucking just go fucking balls out and, you know, get the shit beat out of them. But, um, you know, I thought the match was fine. A um, couple spot like I agree with the whole, you know, my, my thing is when I saw Jake try to hit the DDT and, and Lance was like, no, do you think this is the seed of now lance is starting to say you know jake i don't need you anymore or do you think that was just more of a heat of a moment like don't fucking touch him he's my bitch tonight it could go either way i was wondering that with introducing dan lambert with archer that maybe they do step away from jake you know jake has health issues he can't exactly cut promos and do things cardio wise like he used to yeah so it would make sense to kind of write him off and whether you want to keep him on air behind the scenes whatever that's fine but I did kind of read more into that of maybe there is some dissension. Maybe he kicks the old man to the curb. I can see it happening. You know, somebody who, you know, a little bit younger and just a little more agile, not saying he's going to be fucking doing, you know, suicide dives and fucking power bombing through tables and shit. But, you know, somebody who I feel like I can't, I can, you know, I feel like if I push Jake down, he breaks his hip. I know Keith, I know Keith Lee has to have that ladder match, but I really want to see, him and Lance Archer go at it. Very that'd, similar. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Very similar, you know, style matchup with him and uh, Dijak and NXT and WWE. So cool. um, hopefully we can get that. Maybe, you know, before he hopefully makes it to the uh, championship. But uh, I think Mr. X kind of talked about it. Uh, Hangman, still champion. Maybe after his defense, where do you stand on Page as a champion and going forward with Adam Cole, presumably the next challenger? I still feel I still stand by my statement. I feel like he's don't get me wrong. He is a champion. You got to respect that. I'm not gonna take that away from him, but he. I just feel like he's not he's not a big name drawer yet. He's not Kenny Omega. He's not Adam Cole. 
as much as I don't want to say it, he's not a Cody Rhodes. You know, he's not that like, holy shit, he's here. I want to go fucking see him. It's kind of like, oh, Hangman Page, you know, like, I don't think he has a lot of credibility. I I still think, you know, some of the, you know, the Lance Archer feud kind of put a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth because it was such such a one-off kind of thing. Um, you know, Adam Cole, I think, can make him a star. So let's hope so. This isn't exactly a hangman thing. This is more just an AEW thing of the championship doesn't like feel special, doesn't mean that much. Like they've done a good job of protecting it and, you know, having limited matches and title changes, but it just doesn't feel like a really big deal that the AEW championship is being defended on dynamite. Like even when there's a WWE title match, like that still feel like on television, it feels kind of like a big deal back in the day with the IWGP title, like that when they run through the challenge or the, past champions and do that like it feels like a really big deal aw doesn't have that yet it's relatively still a young promotion so they have time to develop that but i think that also plays into hangman like he's not the type of top talent you know champion to where he's going to just you know swing his dick around and talk about how great he is which i think he needs to do more of that i think he needs to be less the anxious millennial cowboy and just a kick-ass you know clint eastwood take no shit type of cowboy but basically he needs to turn into fucking stone cold Fucking drink beer, kick ass, and go home. Pretty much. I mean, when when he was drinking beer post or pre-COVID, just you know, drinking beer with the fans, he was super over, super hot. And just I don't know if it's just having a kid changed him or if something else is going on, but I do hope that something or another can kind of kick him into gear. I really want Cole to be the champion, but also Paige, it seems a little too soon. And MJF is waiting in the wings and Cole's a heel. So do you have Cole turn face in the Bucks Kenny feud? But I feel like the Bucks and Kenny are more a face. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a whole thing. We have to stay tuned and wait it out. But uh, that is it uh, over or right around two hour podcast. Um, We've been doing longer podcasts recently, but we oh, definitely yeah. did go all over the place with the, those guys, those guys, those guys, but uh, maybe, uh, we do that again. It was fun. It was fun. Maybe we do it on uh, Trapdoor to Hell. Maybe first episode. That, 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 that was our. That was pretty much our our auditions. Hopefully, we impress the higher ups. Yeah, Trapdoor to Hell. You know, and uh, before we sign out, are we do uh, are we doing one tomorrow after Super Bowl, before Super Bowl, during Super Bowl, or we're going to do a full on live stream because we well, haven't live streamed on YouTube in almost a year. It's been a long, long time. We've tried. We've had some technical difficulties, and the higher ups have put an ixnay. Yes, on the uh, on the streams, but um, you know, maybe we'll see. Maybe. We'll see, see what happens. We'll see. We'll Hopefully, see Tyler happens. goes because I bought a thirty pack of beer, and you know, what? I, I know you and me definitely can't kill that. That's a challenge. Yeah, I know that's a challenge. I mean, thirty beers. I was already dividing up. We all get ten. I mean, that's doable. That's Enough. doable. That's, plus, you're twelve, right? That's that's doable in a 14 and a 14, four hour, five hour Super Bowl. It's doable. All right. Well, if you want to be like Mr. X, Johnny Roca, Big Fluff, Brandon Tanguma underscore, Ty Gunny 27, uh fucking Haley Haley Goo. I forgot. I, sorry, Haley, I forgot what number one fan at. Haley, Chief Officer, Studio Audience, uh Hungry Hunter. You want to be like them. Sick meme from the honey from the hungry hunter. Go to our Instagram, check out the sick meme. Curveball NCS at gmail.com, curveballs NCS. Uh Facebook curveballs and chair shots. Um I gotta take a poop. So 
All right, Dominic, go Bye. take your poop. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Have fun. Stay safe on the Super Bowl. We will be back next week. And uh, goodbye and good night. Uh, bye-bye. Evolution is a mystery.